Hello, and welcome to episode 73 of Movies and Us. I'm TJ. And I'm Marcus. And this is the review show that reviews genre movies from the beginning sometimes. Woo! We made it to the end of 2010. Yeah! As we c- recover in Superman Batman Apocalypse. It was directed by Lauren Montgomery, written by Tab Murphy. Do-do-do-do, there's a lot of bass. Is that a real name? What, Tab Murphy? That can't be a real name. That's what it says, Tab Murphy. Sounds like an alias. I don't know. It says Tab Murphy. It is produced by Bruce Tim, Ellen Burnett, Bobby Page, Lauren Montgomery, Sam Register, Benjamin Meineker, Michael... And Michael Usian? Usian. We always get that name kind of mixed up. It is starring Kevin Conroy, Tim Daly, you know classics <laughs> fanboy but it, it, it helped the performance a little bit best batman and superman ever well actually i think the best batman is george clooney and the best superman is adam west okay <laughs> man that would have been a movie to watch huh <laughs> thank god that never happens it also stars summer glau glau yeah glau sure andre brower Yes. Sounds right. Susan Eisenberg, Julianne Grossman, Ed Eisner or Eisner? Ed Eisner. He's in there. I'm saying. Where you seen that at? Under, he's he played Granny Goodness. Oh, no way. That, I wonder why that voice sounds semi familiar. Okay. Huh. Rachel Quaintenance. I think that sounds right. Uh, Sally Safioti. These names are hard <laughs> this week. That's an easy name. Come on, you got that. Sally Safiotti. Yep. Andrea Romano, Jim Ward, David B. Mitchell, Greg Allen Williams, John Sagan, Sagan, April Winchell, and Tara Strong. Why is Tara Strong so familiar? Uh, she's a famous voice actress. She played Harley Quinn for a little while in the video okay. games. She uh, she does a lot of game work from what I remember. Yes, I see that Mortal Kombat X, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom, Final Fantasy stuff. She okay. was also made guest appearances on like Third Rock and the Drew Carey show and stuff like that. Oh wow. Look at TJ teaching me some movie stuff and TV stuff. Yeah. I I I'm familiar with her. More from video games than anything else though. Yeah. But yeah. Uh this movie is an hour and eighteen minutes long, in and out. It also made eight million dollars in DVD and Blu-ray sales. Yeah, it's a lot. But doesn't say like doesn't give like this is one of the highest, you know, ever like Yeah. So it must have been like middle in. That's yeah, that's just gonna say mediocre. In sales or something like that. I don't know, but I think Red Hood did like ten million, so Did it? I remember last week. It probably did. Well, yeah, so this this isn't bad then. Performance wise, I guess. Yeah, no. So I don't know. Well, speaking uh, of box office, right? I was, about come... to, I was about to say box office, but I was looking out. Oh, Twelve million was for Red Hood. Twelve million. Okay, that's not bad. Four million less isn't terrible. Yeah, no. Considering. Yeah, considering this is a, a movie. So, anyways, box office at number thirty. We're doing thirty to twenty because we're running, running out of shit, guys. We're running out of shit. So at number thirty, I think I did this list already, but I don't care. Uh, Gulliver's Travels. Did we talk about that yet? Yeah, we did talk about Gulliver's Travels. Okay, let's go. But to you know all... what? We might yeah. have done forty to thirty though. What was forty? Forty was the eighteen. We did. So yeah, okay. Let's do thirty to twenty then. Okay, so Gulliver's Travels, twenty nine's True Grit, the rest of remakes with um uh, Lebowski. Who plays the dude? <laughs> Jeff Bridges. So it's that's the Western, right? Yes. I never saw it, but I heard of it. But we might have talked about this too, but continue. Day and Night, number 28, 
Never heard of that one, so. Okay, I think that's the Johnny Depp one. It's just, it's a movie. It's not good. After that, number 27, it's a movie called Grown Ups. Adam Sandler movie. Man, I think I've heard of it, but never saw it. It's popular. I don't get it. I don't like it, but it's popular. And number 26 is a movie called The Expendables. Oh, well, heard of it, never saw it. It's a movie. And number 25 is a movie called The Tourist. I think that's a Johnny Depp one. Neither heard of it or saw it. Okay, The Tourist is a Johnny Depp with Angelina Jolie. And Night and Day, I think, is... Who's the guy? Ashton Kutcher? Ashton Kutcher? Ashton Kutcher? And someone else? I don't know. It's both shooting movies. And number 24 is Sex and the City number two. Oh, God. Yeah. I know of it. (laughs) At number 23, Salt. Another Angelina Jolie movie. Nope. She plays a Russian spy. Kind of like Atomic Blonde. It's like that era of movies. It's all Atomic Blonde, but I never heard of Salt. It's like Atomic Blonde? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie, right? I like it. Yeah. And number 22, Shutter Island. Leonardo Name Di- sounds familiar, but... It's Leonardo DiCaprio being a detective on a insane asylum island. Insane asylum island, that's what I want to say. But, like, the name is the only thing that's recognizable to me. It's a good movie up until the ending. It's like one of those movie endings is like, oh... Okay, gotcha. At number 21, Resident Evil Afterlife. Oh, God, how? How's that 21? It's, it's not that bad. Those movies know, I, are I terrible. Know. They are. The first one was okay, and then they slowly peter out. No, they were all terrible. <laughs> well, did you watch any of the newer stuff? The newest? No, I didn't there's watch. There's some on Netflix, and there's like other, and they're all bad. I haven't seen it. Go play the games. The f- movies are terrible. <laughs> They're fantastic. They're silly as silly as hell and like really out there, but they're fun. Oh, they're so much fun. I've played one VR and VR recently. So much fun. Highly recommend. I like horror games in VR. It just like amplifies the experience. That's kind of what the VR is for. So Well, people play VR of other stuff, which VR is fun, but you can, but you know, that's if they horror is where it's gonna shine. Yes. Yes, horror is great, guys. Horror is awesome. And at number twenty, the little, the little fuck, the little fuckers. It's the uh, Meet the Parents sequel, oh. the third one. I actually think I saw the first one. Yeah, the first one's pretty, uh, pretty good. But I definitely didn't see any past the first one. <laughs> I think there's only, I think there's three total. The little fuck, there's Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers, and then Little Fockers. That's what it is. N- nope. Yeah, you're not, yeah, not missing that after the first one. Uh, and that's uh the box office for this week, guys. I thought you were doing something called. Did it because of Mastermind. Oh, Megamind. Shit. Did yeah. I read the wrong section? I guess. That's that's what you said you were doing. Did I not read? Oh, man. Megamind's at number 17. Hey, we're going through the 20 through 10, guys. At number, <laughs> 20, number 19, The Last Airbender. Oh, uh, no. That's not that, really. How is that 19? Yeah, I mean, that's higher. Than, that's lower than I expected, but also higher than I expected. Wow. I think we did, I think we did this section before. At 18, Robin Hood. Which, not, which Robin I, Hood? I don't know. It's, been, it's like <laughs> one every five years. So I don't Honestly, know. when you say Robin Hood, three movies popped into mind. Is it the animated one, the Kevin Costner one, and then... Yeah, it's Robin Hood, Men in Types. The, that one. At the, the Disney one, and... Not anything to do with Robin Hood. Oh, why am I forgetting it? Like, like the most popular, one of the most popular cult movies ever. Hmm. Um, I can't believe I can't remember it off the top. It's got the rodents of unusual size, Andre the Giants in it. Oh, 
Oh, uh, Princess Diaries. Yeah, uh, not the Princess oh, wow, Diaries. Wow, wow. Princess Bride. <laughs> Princess Cut Bride. Marcus. Cut that out. <laughs> yeah, Princess wow, Bride. Princess Diaries. <laughs> I have always gotten those titles mixed up because it's just they're, they're similar, man. They're well, similar. Yeah, that, those are the three movies that come to mind when That's Robin right. Hood comes up. This one stars Russell Crowe. Didn't see it. So good yeah, Russell Crowe. He's not Robin Hood. <laughs> he was in 2010. That's why no one knows of that movie. Uh, number 17 is the Megamind. No, Megamind. Megamind. I only want to talk about because like, it's been out since 2010. And it was popular during my generation. And I've never seen it until like recently, TJ. Like, this movie's kind of good, actually. I never saw it. It's, it's an animated movie. Kids animated movie. It's a superhero one, actually. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's only a good movie. Uh, number 16, Black Swan. I think it won the Oscar that year, actually, for Best Picture. I think I've heard of the name of that one. It stars Natalie Portman. Or the other one. It's one of the ones that look alike. Is it Natalie Portman and Mia? What's her name? She also was in the 70s show with Ashton Kutcher. Oh, Mia Kuhn. Uh, yes, 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 yes. It's Mila, that Mila movie? Kunis. Yes. All right. I, I know of it. Never saw it. You know what? I generally go pick that for one of our things because I've been on my list for forever. You know? And I, and I think I, you and I would probably enjoy or hate it together. Yeah. Well, that's one of the ones I've heard. Even I've heard is... Like really good. Yes, it's Natalie Portman and me, like Mila Mila Kunis. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah, if it's even gotten to my zeitgeist, that's got to say something, you know. You know what's great about this movie, TJ? What's that? It's an hour forty-eight. I mean, that's pretty good, TJ, for a movie nowadays. Yeah, it's well, under I mean, two hours. But it's isn't it more of a psychological maybe drama? I think I, I know there's a lot of like mindfuckery shit for the actor or the character, but I don't know about for us. Yeah, I know. I think it's a psychological drama, and I don't know if you can pull more than two hours out of a movie like that. Maybe people try. People try. Yeah, and that's why they're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Number 15, the Karate Kid remake. Never saw it. It's Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith. If you're gonna, apparently, if you're going to watch a, a Karate Kid thing, you should watch Cobra Kai. <sighs> TJ, TJ. What? That show's good up until the newest season. Look, I don't, I've never seen it, but every, like, my family loves that show. It's good. It's just a show that's lasting forever. So I gave up on it because, like, it's this. It's rinse and wash, repeat every season. It's like I can't only take this, but so much. And they're five seasons in. No, granted, I never saw the original show movies. So you know, I saw the original guy. movies. They were like, but that was because they were eighties movies. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> again, I was, uh, and I was, again, like the first one's pretty decent, if I remember. I think the first two were okay, and then I think there's four now. Yeah, and it gets and kinda, it, and, and it's kind of they kind of have the Superman problem. Yep. And if I feel I, if I remember correctly, but I I don't have one hundred. Don't quote me on all this. No, that's the same thing I hear though. But for people in general, and I feel the show it's kind. Of, it's just me. It just keeps going. It's like because they keep the way they keep teasing things in the show. I like guess oh, the next season is going to be like great big thing conclusion. But it's like it's oh, it gets repetitive. What's good though? What repetitive? Uh, number fourteen, Tron Legacy. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's a pretty I movie. Know, I know of it, but it's a movie. It's not great. Oh, you know this one, number 13, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Why do you, would you assume that I know that? It's a book series, so. Well, you're right, I know it because <laughs> that's, of a That's book. it. I actually read the first book <laughs> in... Shocker. What was it? It wasn't my choice. I had to read it in seventh grade. They made you guys, isn't that like a really, like a Jesus allegory shit? Like, isn't that like... You think they want to make you read that in school? I mean, it's still a fantasy thing, so I mean, well, I guess. 
It's allegories or allegories. Every classic has allegories in it. But this one was supposed to be like a really like I know it's one's controversial though. Chronicles, isn't it? For like I don't know, maybe not. I don't know. I don't. I don't don't know. I just know I I read the Lion Witch in a Wardrobe in seventh grade. Oh okay. As it was an an English assignment in seventh grade to read that book. Oh, fascinating. At number twelve, this one won Best Picture, I believe, this year. It's called The King's Speech. It's okay. No idea. It's just okay. We did do this section before. And number 11, Clash of the Titans remake. It's blah. Yeah, no, wa- go, wa- go watch the original. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, I'm not even being a purist. It's just a better movie. Yeah. Watch the original. I, don't, I never saw the remake, but I remember the trailers for the remake looking bad. Yeah. It's because it's just bad CGI. And it's, it's just, it's very boring. It's like, man, this is like not interesting at all. At number 10, one of my favorite series, it's uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Never saw. Oh, it's so good. So good. And now that's it. At number nine, Spook with Me. Number eight, Tangle. Number seven, Iron Man 2. I mean, we've gone through this list. Yeah, I know. At number six, Twilight Saga. Number you're five, just, Shrek just... Forever After. Number four, Inception. Number three, Hey, Pilot, Deathly Hollow Part 1. Number two, Alice in Wonderland. And number th- one, Toy Story 3. You just wanted to do the top 30 this time around? At that point, yeah, we're almost there. I was like, shit, we already did 20 of them. <laughs> so I was the last time. <laughs> I wonder if you're listening to this when I'm like, God damn, Marcus, why'd you do that? <laughs> I don't know why you did that. <laughs> I killed 15 minutes. Like, we need to kill time. <laughs> no, I think we're all, I'm not going to rant a lot in this one. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yeah. We, we, me and Marcus has a, have a difference of opinion on this movie, so... Shockingly. I thought you would hate this, too. Uh, no, I don't hate this movie. I really like this movie. Well, I'm really surprised. Like, this is a sequel to Public Enemies, and... <laughs> yes, it is. And... I was lukewarm on that movie. I was like a five, but you were a one, so... It wasn't a one. It might have been a one. I think it was a two. You gave it a one. Well, you wanted to give it a one, and you were kept going back and forth on it. You kept saying that movie. But, yeah, you're really hard on these movies. I don't. And I generally don't mean to be, but like, damn, man, damn, these are not good. Like, I was kind of on board a little bit with Public Enemies, even though I still think you were too hard. But I am in complete disagreement with you on this one. Yeah, and I, I, you're probably going to prove me wrong in a lot because there's a lot of things I did enjoy. I'm not saying this is the worst thing I've ever seen. No. It's just, man, not my cup of tea. So yeah, it's all behind the scenes. Oh right, we didn't do that yet, did we? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we didn't, did we? No. I was ready huh. to jump into the other sections of this, but we didn't do the behind the scenes. Is there behind the scenes to this? Not really, but the, the reviews for it I found interesting because some people really hated this movie. Oh, I wonder why. And some people really loved this movie. <laughs> Weird. But a lot of people that, I, that I've seen for that were giving us bad reviews did not like the fact they thought it was... Um, oh, don't say it. <sighs> What's the word I'm looking for? You, I, I think you're going to go with feminist, probably? No, no, okay, no. Okay, okay. Where they they brought something, they advertised something, and they didn't give it to you. Misleading. They think they thought the title was misleading, because this is not is. really a Superman-Batman movie. This is a Supergirl movie. Yes. And people didn't like that, so... I I, can, I, I definitely felt that, like, this isn't... Granted, I'm not holding that against the movie, because, like, okay, whatever, you're going this story, whatever. But I do, I could definitely see that being... Well, it's that, and I guess the Apocalypse thing. I think I thought more Apocalypse would be in it, too, I guess. Well, my only defense for it is this is a sequel to the se- Superman-Batman comic storyline yes. which is the same thing the same thing happened in that one okay. except that one's called the supergirl of krypton or something like that yeah i don't know why they named it this yeah um, in fact i'll give you the, the exact title this is uh 
based on Superman, Batman, the Supergirl of Krypton storyline. Okay. So, but yeah, I just... And, you know, some people, especially in 2010, w- women and stuff can't have it, you know? So. Usually, I would... I'm not, well, this is going to sound weird how I'm going to say this. I don't, okay, I don't I don't agree with that, but usually I have issues with it being like, okay, the woman's a main character, so they make them fight a woman. But this made sense storyline-wise, so I was like, okay, I can put that aside. Yeah. That, does, that, does that make sense? Yeah, if there's a woman, they have to fight a, a woman in yeah. it. Yeah. But, but this made sense because that's how these characters are. So, like, okay. Yeah, this was I'm completely... Fine. I got none of that in this movie. No, neither did I. But like, I was waiting for that to happen, and never happened yet. Yeah, it's like okay, movie. You justified why it's all this, so I'm cool with that. All right. So before we get in, I got my little spiel of because I own the Blu-ray, so I got a bunch of stuff from the Blu-ray. Ah, jeez. Okay. And something you didn't do that I could already tell. What you didn't watch the showcase, did you? Which one? The Green Arrow. You didn't tell me to. Yes, I did. I told you last week. Well, TJ, you think I'm going to remember something like that? Yeah, I knew you didn't do it. No, I didn't do it. So, first of all, for some reason on every one of these Blu-rays, they gave they give me four animated cartoons from the TV series. Did you watch any of them? No, I've seen them all. You nerd. Oh, this is this time I got four Superman animated series ones. The first two were the, um, well, I can't read my notes. Hold on. I got the DVD right in front of me, so I could just, or this Blu-ray right in front of me, I could just look from there. Little Girl Lost Pause Part 1 and 2, which was Supergirl's introduction into the Superman animated series. Okay. And then Apocalypse Now Part 1 and 2, which was just a dark side invading the world Superman story. See, 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 like, that's my complaint about this movie. If, if you don't know any of that shit or watch any of those, I assume, that a lot's going to be lost on you. Nothing has, they don't have anything to do with this at all. Really? Yeah, no. The animated series are separated from the comic books. I feel a lot of shit's lost in this movie and onto the audience. Alright, so, alright, I'm going to get into that and when we get into the movie. Okay. That's I got a, I got a lot of things I got a lot of things that I I got to talk about okay before we actually dive into it about the movie but I want to get through like all my trailers and yeah. crap so I got a bunch of trailers I obviously got one for Under the Red Hood check out last week's review for that one ooh I also forget what my feelings on that movie you like that movie I, I know I like the ending monologue but that like it overall yeah you gave it a five so Did I give it a five yeah yeah that's not good TJ yeah. It's not a four, so it doesn't mean you didn't like it. Yeah, it was like a, eh. yeah. We had problems with it, but you know. I remember we having problems. I don't remember what the problems were. But yeah. Uh, so I got a trailer for something called Lego Universe. What? Lego Universe. I don't know if it's a movie, a game. It never told me. It just showed me Legos and moving around, which could have been a game or a movie. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what it was. Oh man, that's that's good advertisement right there. Yeah. And then we got Crisis on Two Earths and Public Enemies, both of which we already oh, covered. Oh, it's an online game. Well, there you go. Came out October 26, 2010. Lego Universe is, was a massively multiplayer online game that was available from October 2010 to February, or sorry, January 2012. The game was developed by NetDevil and released, okay, whatever. Yeah, pretty cool. That sounds terrible, actually. I hate that. And the surprise trailer in this one, you know how it's been that Owl movie for the last couple ones? Yeah. This time... Lost Boys The Thirst. Is that a sequel? It's a sweet sequel to Lost Boys. Wow. Following, what's his name? Corey Feldman? Which one's that? Blonde or brunette? The, the blonde kid. Okay. The blonde sidekick kid. Okay. From Lost Boys. Is this? And, and they're 
they're hunting vampires. Wait, this one, yeah, I remember this coming out. This was like recent, like, well, quote, like the past, that time period, right? I guess, 2010. Like he, he's an adult in that one. Yeah. Yeah, I remember this coming out. Jesus. The other ones passed away at that time, I think. I don't know. I just like, why is this in my Superman Batman movie? Because it's the same company, man. And it's not like it was buried in the special features like some of these trailers yeah. were. This one was like, you loaded up, gave me Batman Under the Red Hood, and that one before the movie came on. That's pretty funny, actually. So, it was just weird. Are you a Lost Boys fan? I like the first movie. I'm a, okay. I'm a, I am like Kiefer Sutherland a lot. Yeah. Okay. I'm a, I'm a fan of all the actors in the Young Guns movies. Young Guns. Wow. You know, did you never see Young Guns? Honestly, I've seen them. I actually have the first one on um, as a movie for my PSP. Yeah, the first first and second Young Guns are really good movies. Yeah. Like, so I like Kiefer Sutherland. Like Kiefer, I like Kiefer Sutherland, Emilio Estevez, Charlie Sheen. Emilio! Lou Diamond Phillips, you know. Diamond Phillips! Okay. Man, that's a, that's a really 80s cast right there. Yep. Jesus. Like, wow. Like, they, they, what they do now, like Law and Order probably sometimes? Uh, I know Charlie Sheen's been like cast out of Hollywood. Oh yeah, because he had his little mental breakdown, didn't he? He was doing he was really popular for a while though doing two and a half men and yeah. stuff. Emilio Estevez disappeared after the muddy ducks. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, couldn't tell you. Kiefer Sutherland is still relevant. He well, maybe not nowadays, but like as early as even this time period, he was doing True. twenty twenty four and yeah. more recently he he voiced controversially um Snake and Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, I think it's Metal Gear Solid Five. Controversially, well, they they um fired the original voice actor David Hayer, who has been doing Snake since forever for no reason. They put Kiefer Sutherland in. Was it like they canceled him kind of thing, or was it just to fire him to fire him? No, they just did it to put Kiefer Sutherland in. Huh. They wanted the the name recognition, so they changed the voice actor. It's like, but did that help them at all? Like, come on. No, that movie, that game would have sold regardless. That's what I'm saying. So, like, why, like, oh, who is going to be like, oh, they got Kiefer, so I got to play the game now. Yeah, no I gotta gamer buy cares. All the other, yeah. No gamer cares about Kiefer Sutherland. That's I mean, what I'm saying. On. Like, I don't think most people in Hollywood care about him like that. No, so that's my that was my whole like that's why that's I say controversially. So yeah. it was bullshit. But I like Kiefer Sutherland as an actor. It's like it's like the tw- Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Like it was Ke- Keanu Reeves really the selling point of that game. And if no. so, it's really weird to me that's like no, that that's probably different. on people. That's different because Keanu Reeves was just a, a character. Yeah, I know, I know, game. I know. I'm just saying, like, what gamers cares about what actors in the damn and, thing? I mean, not really, not normally, but Keanu Reeves is pretty beloved, so. Still TJ. Like, even t- even by gamers, nerd culture in general, people love Keanu Reeves. So. I don't know. If anything, I th- for me, when I see someone, like an actor, like, you know, they Norman actually, Reedus and, uh, what's that? Oh, that's that's Danny? Uh, yeah, that. Like, that's I think a, actors turn me off of games, actually. Like, I don't want to see the actor in the game. Yeah, now that's, that one was stupid. But, like, they actually, um, modders broke the game, Cyberpunk, so they can have sex with Keanu Reeves. Yes. So. Yeah. Oh, man, people. Weird. Yeah, I know. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. Would that be a terrible tattoo on me, TJ? What? I thought about getting that tattooed on me. Is that a terrible tattoo idea? You're asking the wrong purpose. I don't really like tattoos. Okay, talk me out of it, because I don't want that tattooed on me, because I feel it'd be a terrible tattoo. Then don't get it, because it's a bad idea. It's a good idea. It is what it is. Like, someone text asked me, like, hey, where'd you get that tattoo on you? I was looking, I was pointing right at it. It is what it is. This guy tattooed to get a tattoo. That's stupid. Yeah, yep, it is what it is, TJ. No. Oh, man. Rolling that one in D&D. It is what it is, guys. Exactly. Draw your fifth land. 
for five turns straight without drawing another card for your game while playing Magic the Gathering. It is what it is. I'm not going to win today. Bullshit. In a, in a non-landfall deck. It's, it's more like you slamming your cards down. This is bullshit. That's it. You just secretly seethe in anger and like being <laughs> super salty. Like, this is bullshit. Why am I wasting my hour of my life right now? Can I just scoop right now and just watch my friends play? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, I'm moving on to... Yeah, please. <laughs> This blue ways DC showcase Green Arrow. Green Arrow. It was decent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so a princess Perdia. Perdia. I don't know. I think that's her name. She is coming into America for some reason, and a bunch of assassins try to kill her, and Green Arrow saves her. Simple. Um, Malcolm Merlon, a Green Arrow villain, tries to kill her. He saves her from that, and then Count Vertigo shows up. You should have watched it because you got you would have got to see Count Vertigo. Oh, Count Vertigo. We talked about him. Why did we yeah. talked about him before last week? We talked about him. Why? I forget. I don't remember why. <laughs> yeah, because I remember saying that's a pretty cool character, actually. Like a concept. Yeah, so you'll we'll discuss it next week. Okay. But you know what was odd about at the showcase? Yeah. I'm watching it, and I'm like, I know this story. I've mm. seen this story. Like, panel for panel. Uh, I'm like, minute for minute, I'm like, I've seen this somewhere before. What is this? What is and it? I, so I'm looking it up, and apparently the Young Justice Targets comic book has made this canon and is currently playing it out in their comic books. Really? And I've been reading it, not knowing this about the short. That's so I'm really like, cool. So like, there's a point where Green Arrow gets an arrow through his leg by Malcolm Merlin, and then the little princess has to... Break, give, make them a bandage. I'm like, I've seen this exactly happen somewhere. They didn't actually finish the flashback yet because it's like a part of it at the, at the end of each comic. Okay. But yeah, so I'm like, I've seen like the first two thirds of this short. Wow. Huh. And then I had to look it up. So That's apparently, fascinating. Apparently this short is canon to Young Justice. See, I, 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 I do believe, even though I hate it, which one did I hate? I hate it, the, uh, not Jonah. I hate the Spectre. Yeah. I, liked, I, I was okay with the Jonah Hex one. Like, I feel like these those are still worthy to be adapted to comics and TV and movies. So I'm not surprised to put it in a comic and made it canonical. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was having real bad deja vu. I was yeah. like, it was freaking me out. I was like, wait, I know this story. Why, yeah. why do I know this story? I've never seen this before. <laughs> Just really messing with your brain. Yeah, I was like, wow. Now, so you know my take on the last two. Do you think I will enjoy this one when I watch it, or do you think it'll be like... This eh. is more of a classic superhero story. Okay. So, yeah, I think you'll like this one probably better than the other two. Okay. Because it's just Green Arrow being Green Arrow. Oh, simple. So, yeah, uh, and they're, they're trying to kill the princess because her dad just died a day before, and now she's queen. And if she gets killed, her uncle, Count Vertigo, becomes king. Why are you saying that? Because you saying that did jog. Didn't we recover something like that? I didn't read the thing, or the thing you're reading. Someone, dad dies, she's queen. That That's a plot in one of the movies we watched in this play, or in this list half of, isn't it? This sounds really familiar. Uh, Maybe Willow? not those... No, 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 no. I mean, like a comic book movie. Comic was it movie? wasn't Fantastic Four. Not that I know of. So you're saying in Young Justice, not the sh- was it in the show or just the well comic? Queen Perdia or whatever is in the show and she's like Beast Boy's girlfriend at one point. Hmm. So I don't. I, don't, I think that's a plot line throughout that. It's, you know, okay. Her, so you might have seen it from there. Possibly, but that that does sound like a, pl- a plot line I've heard. Hmm. Okay. 
I mean, I'm looking through. I'm the Red Hood, obviously not. Crisis of Two Earth was no. Green Lantern, no. Public Enemies, no. Wonder Woman, no. Thoughts of the Night, no. New Frontier, no. Doomsday, no. These are just the animated movies, yeah. but no. Not that I could see. And it would so be in the animated movies. Yeah, this is that really jogged my memory. I feel like I've read that, or not read it, but I've seen it in some other uh, movie or something. But not a big deal. That's just, that just really sounded familiar. Yeah, no. It's a classic plot, superhero plot. Yeah. So in the, I think you'll like it. It's not mind-blowing or anything, but if you like Green Arrow and you like superhero stories, yeah. <laughs> As long as, it, long as it's delivered well, I'm happy. That's what I care about. Why? Oh, I guess I, 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 get to, I think it's about an eight for what it is. Oh, wow. So you gave Spectre like a nine, right? Mm-hmm. This is an eight. What'd you give? You gave Jonah Hex a low one? Five, six? And I gave it an eight. Yeah? So you like these ones? Yeah, I like the fact that there's just ten minutes. They're in and out. They tell what they need to tell. They spotlight the character. And they, get, <laughs> they want you to go to read more comics. That's what yeah. they're there for. They do what they're there to do. That's fair. That's fair. And that's why I really like them. It's not like they're saying, hey, look at this. It's coming up. This is going to be the next big superhero. No, we're just spotlighting a character for you to get into. Yeah, I guess. That's why I like them. I respect that. Anything All else? right. Nope. That's it. Okay. Ready to dive into this movie? Not really. All right. So a few things before I start. <sighs> One, this may be the most comics accurate movie I've ever seen. Oh, God. <laughs> like it's almost scene for scene from the comics. And the really? fact, in fact, the things that they added only kind of extend things that they kind of brushed over in the comics. So they actually add it to the story and <laughs> some things. There's only like one or two major changes they did throughout, and it makes sense in the context of this movie. But overall, it's like panel for panel, like just almost. Yeah, like and like I said, the things they changed were made for change for the movie, and it was for the movie movie thing. Oh man, I kind of don't like that then. So, and two, the story is a little, I felt like rushed in the comics because it's like it's only like six issues or something like that. And they got kind of yada yada over in the comics, some of the things that happen. Well, that's my issue with the movie because it'll say like, oh, we've been here for X amount of months or it's been years or something like, wow. Well, it doesn't feel like it, guys. I'll tell you why that feels like that in this because, you know, they meet Kara, spoilers, at the end of the first comic book. Mm-hmm. And then at the start of the second comic book, it's been weeks. A- each of those time jumps are supposed to be the end of a comic. Okay. So, like, there's supposed to be two comedic continues. There, there's a bunch of time jumps in, in the comics that are, are easily rectified from this. The movie has is adapted in the comic, but since the comic ended on, com- um, like, cliffhangers that the time jumps, I think it needed title cards or something. Yes! Simple I, fix, yeah. Blank time later. That's it. Yeah. That's all I need. I don't need the first character to say expeditionally, it's been two weeks. What? Don't tell me this. Right. And Jesus. I think, you know why I think they, they... Give me a damn crossfade here and there, guys. The, I think the reason why they shied away from that is because the comic is very narrative heavy. Like, Batman and Superman are constantly talking as narrators in it. Yeah. And I think they wanted to... Get away from that. So they, because they just showing you a lot of the stuff that happens in the comics and not telling you anything. Yeah, but I think it's just bad. I, just uh, like I know, and I agree with you. They, it definitely could have been like, okay, why didn't you just say two, three months later here yeah. or something like that? Like, like I agree every with other you. piece of medium does in these f-ing movies. Well, like, actually, not at this point. I've seen it the... so many times in these animated movies. I've seen it so many times in just live action. Oh, I guess more recently, but it's just like, like not, bottom left uh, corner. Uh, two weeks later. It hasn't so, happened. We've had this conversation, this problem with a lot of the animated movies that we've yeah. seen so far. So I don't think it's really commonplace until later. Well, it's, it's distracting. It's just distracting. It is. It is distracting, and it's especially because it's not enough time. Yeah, 
it's like it's not, keep... it's not a big time jump to make them like age like oh they have gray hair now like no it's like how does she like it's just that's all yeah like, i believe me it, and like they the time jumps and some of the things they, they just gloss over it's right from the comic books so but overall the comic books actually made me want to read more of the series batman superman or superman batman that's good so I really like the comic book, and this movie just really increased my liking of it. We will hope you can sway me that way, TJ. So there's that caveat. Um, number two, and this is a purely me thing, 100% me, and I'm going to admit it here. They call her Kara throughout the whole movie. Her name is fucking Kara. <laughs> Drove me nuts the entire movie. Her name is Kara. It's a short a not a long a well i'm glad you can admit that front that you had issues with that yeah no that was that was a big one for me every time i still said it oh my god that's not her name that's kind of like her in, name. like ang and ong and um yeah last airbender her name is Kara. get the freaking character's name right all right and and three i'm a little biased Oh, God. Because everyone knows that this that I like Batman. But in reality, Batman's like my number four hero. Who's your first one, then? Dick Grayson Robin. Okay. But my two and three are Barbara Gore and Batgirl and Cara Zarell Supergirl. Of course. So. You were just fanboying this whole movie, then. So I really like this. And another interesting thing about this storyline is this is the... In the comics, this was the raid debut of Supergirl, the actual Cars is out of Supergirl since nineteen like nineteen eighty four. And the comic came out in two thousand four five. This is her big comeback. Story. That's really cool. Yeah. So that's it's so it's got a soft spot for I have a soft spot for it. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I'm about to just I'm just during the review, I'm gonna just chill in this movie. I'm sorry, TJ. It's fine. And I'm gonna defend it. Please, please do. Please do. But those are the those were my caveats going in. <laughs> Especially, like, as a person who's never at the comics and just going in not knowing that, it's like, it's like I just hold that against the movie. Like, I feel but, there's just like that, that's, those, that's, that's mostly the time jump thing. Like, that's such an easy damn the, fix. The time jump thing, I agree with, but like, you don't really need to know that this was her raid debut. This is an animated movie. Yeah, no. It has nothing to do with the continuity of it. Yeah, no, no. I have no, it's just, I'm just focused on time jump. The rest of the this, stuff I don't care this about. This is definitely an origin story for Supergirl, though. Yes. And I think also they should have advertised that as well. Yeah. I don't care. I, don't, I, I, I like that it was her story. I, I didn't yeah, I I like didn't too. care. I liked it too, but I think it was a marketing decision. If they took this is a Supergirl story, we're not going to sell any copies of this. Kind of. But it's not wrong either. Definitely not wrong, but still, like, at least have her properly on the DVD yeah, cover. Yeah, I mean... Don't have the evil version of her on the DVD cover. I have, like, okay, guys. Like, I don't know. Well... But it was a pleasant surprise seeing her on the screen. It's like, oh, they're going this way. Okay. But, you know. Yeah, they... Like, on the Blu-ray, it has the Batman Superman, and then it has Apocalypse and the evil Supergirl. On yeah. And if we don't know who that character is, like, who is that blonde girl of uh, Black Mascara? We're gonna find out. Yeah. All right. Let me hit play on this. Ready to dive into it properly? Hold on, let me pull my notes. Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, this movie is rated PG-13. Yes, it is. And yes, it's a hard PG-13, too. And I was about to say, it's an appropriate PG-13. This isn't a, a darker story that needed to be a, a mature, like the last one or anything. It was fine. I was Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, there's a lot of blood in this movie. Well, you can't go to apocalypse and not have death and stuff I know, like but, that. but like there was blood in the death though. Just, <laughs> yeah, like, I know. I know. There's I literally a person, there was a person laying in a puddle of blood like, oh my god. What? And she was killed in the comics and I don't think it was as graphic as it was in yeah. the movie. I was like, that's awesome. Anyway, so we open up in Gotham with... Heavy exposition. 
it's 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 interesting because it's not as long in the comics as it was here but i think it was needed here only because this is still showing that it's a sequel to the last movie you know what i mean yeah and i had no problems with it like okay catch us up perfect yeah, and it was like it was catching us up. It's a radio news crack. It's showing us how dirty Gotham is essentially. Yeah, but this is one of the changes they made um, from the comics. Is right here at early is because of the narration throughout the comic book. They have so they have Superman and Batman right from the beginning, and Superman is off in isolation at time because a kryptonite meteor has hit the earth and kryptonite's fallen so they're like you know it's kryptonite so he's been hiding and so we know and batman's in constant communications with superman talking to him during this whole opening in the comics that's the only real difference okay which makes more sense in the comics for instead of superman just showing up out of nowhere later yeah but i didn't didn't mind that yeah i know but that's superman he's like everywhere he knows when exactly in my head i said oh he's got super hearing he heard the thing happen yeah so like i said it was just, that was just a minor change, but I just wanted to bring it up. Yeah. So, as the radio's talking, he talks about, you know, the first movie and the impeachment of Lex Luthor, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? And then a meteor crashes into Gotham Harbor. It's Gotham Harbor. I don't remember what it's actually called. Anyway, and Batman's underneath with his bat submarine. <laughs> listen, listen, I'm going to say it right now. I, I say, I've said it before. I've said, I'm going to say it now. I'm going to say it again. I hate Batman. I hate him, TJ. I hate him. I hate him. This for some reason, seeing him doing this swimming around bullshit, like really just irked the shit out of me. Why? It's like this billionaire. Just like fix your city, man. Fix your city. Stop them. It's just because I like I see it as like the money as like this is like ludicrous amount of money you just put into this shit. It's just put the money towards the city. I was like I was, I was thinking to myself while watching this, like I would rather watch a three hour movie of him. Being a billionaire, doing billionaire things, and like properly allocating the money, swaying votes of his money, getting people in power who will actually help the city out instead of doing this Batman bullshit. Because it's just like it's just like he spent so much money, TJ, on this kind of shit. It's just it's just I'm tired of seeing it. The scuba suit, the Batman super 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 like it's like I hate it. I hate it. I think you need to detach yourself a little bit from reality. No, because this man's like because he because this whole thing is to be like to help out, right? Like and they make the city better and clean it up. Then clean the the city up. But like he, buy the votes, be be corrupt in a good way. They're like God, they just he does uh, do all that though. They just don't. I want to see it. I want to. I don't like, want to see the Batmobile shit. There are so many hospitals and children's orphanages Show me. and stuff. Show me him that supp- the, helping. So he does do all that. It's just like. No one wants to see that, Mark. I want to see it. I'm sorry. I generally want to see it. I understand you do. I'm I'm so sick of seeing this I'm sorry. People going into a Batman Superman movie don't want to see him being a philanthropist. It's not just. It's just not a Uh, thing. It's so gross. Like the amount of money for all his toys and gadgets. It's like, I want to vomit. Like, if you have this money to like take that and build another school. Build a hospital. He does. Tra- but show me. What he's show not me. About, he's Just not, show me. He's not again. A, buy the votes. He's buy not a, the billionaires. He's not like, allowed to spend his money on his hobbies. Is that what you're saying? Not that's, a hobby. That's, that's, that's like saying, the city. That's, like that's, this? that's like saying you know every rich person has to be a philanthropist and not no. spend anything on themselves. <laughs> that's what you're saying. No, I'm saying if you're a philanthropist, if you're doing this, if you're going to like build these jets. 
and shit that's going to fly around the city and help do collateral damage, and then you got to put money into fixing that collateral damage you caused, stop. Just stop it. You sent people to the Arkham Asylum, does he not, right? Yes. Why is Arkham Asylum such a fucking shithole? Hit because money, go sell a Batmobile, because, and because fix up Arkham Asylum, put proper people in care of that place. Because it, it just drives me insane, one, TJ. Because if it wasn't, we wouldn't get any Batman stories. That exactly. Two. Like, he sucks. Two, the point of everything is Gotham is corrupt. And he's then kind of... Buy them out. He's a... He's f***ing Bruce Wayne. He can buy... He, he can literally s- can buy votes, TJ. You can buy votes. It doesn't necessarily can win. So can the opposition. They can buy votes, too. He's got more money. Not, that's, not if all the billionaires come together and combine there. He's one for land purchase. If they don't want him to do it, yes, they will. Have you seen the world, how the world works? Yes, I've seen the world, how the world works. That's, of course that's man, what they do. This man could buy everything. This man is, he's, he's the smartest man. Pit that time and brain from being Actually, a detective I, I to being a corrupt I think good businessman. I think like, he's number two. What? I think he's the second smartest man. Who's the first smartest man? Is it Lex? I think it might be Lex. That's fine. I guess I, I would rather watch those two butt it out politically any goddamn day of the week than see this Batman yeah, shit. But that is you. I am. It's just like it's just you like, are oh. the, like the minority. I That's know. not what a Batman story is. And if you're holding that against this movie, uh, you're already tackling this in the wrong mindset. Trust me, I know because I just see I came into the movie like okay, I should like this. Why not? If I see him doing his scuba diving bullshit, like man. This guy on so many. Why are you up in the middle of the night scuba diving? Like, why? Like, I saw, I know the because meteor crash, but the like, why, crash, it, why make it your problem? Because like, his it's kryptonite, and he's and it's gonna hurt his friend Superman. Okay, Superman, don't go to this area for a little bit. It was kryptonite that crashed there, and he's not supposed to get. What happens if it poisoned the Gotham Harbor? Oh, like the f-ing boat he just had that didn't explode soon, didn't f-ing poison it enough. This guy sucks. He didn't. He didn't make that thing explode. He didn't exp- know what they expect coming in there. Yeah, but why is it like not secure? Like, why did some random person be able to drive it? What? He sucks. Like he he left it, he didn't. and then some random asshole gets in it and drives he didn't it and crashes expect it. Someone to steal it in no, the middle of the he's harbor. Batman, he should know better. Like this guy just sucks on so many levels. I hate him. I hate Batman. I hate him. I just uh. want to point out, I'm looking at scuba gear right now. Like scuba gear, like the most expensive one I'm seeing, is a thousand bucks. Yeah, but it's not Batman scuba gear. What well, he has a, a breather on and scuba flippers. Okay, what was dumbass Batmobile thing he had made? Batmobile, what? The Batmo scuba bullshit. The the the, the water boat thing he has. Maybe it's just a reskin mm-hmm. jet ski. Mm-hmm. You don't know. I uh, just everything about it. I just hate. Just how about you make a jet ski for f- orphans, man? I don't know. How do you know he didn't? Because they don't show us. Because they didn't show you. Because it's not important. Yeah, it's important to me. If you want me to make this character more like him, he just sucks. TJ, he sucks. God damn it, he sucks. Okay, that's my first break. Okay, you're we wrong. I know I'm wrong. It's just like it's just like how many bat toys and gadgets? Like how much? And then like the technology and the mind power that he put into that shit. Granny probably hired scientists that he paid them made them have, have livings. But like, bro, fix the community, man. He's also a mentally unstable psychopath. Exactly. This is why I don't so, like him. Get some f- therapy. How about you spend some time in Arkham Asylum? It's like, oh man, this place isn't good. We need some cleaning facilities. We need to make this f- place brighter and not so dim. Why are the armed guards? No why are the armed guards in a f- in Arkham he Asylum? Has no control. There is armed guards in Arkham. But say, why is that? This is a Asylum. How about you just make people like you know feel like people and not because prisoners? 
people like Joker keep killing all the freaking guards. Okay, kill the Joker then, right? Or put um, him in a that, like, put him, because or put him in a proper. Did you not or, see the last movie? I, mean, I, was, I know, I know, I know. That's why. <laughs> that's why I said it. For how about you just put him in a damn proper prison? And and I mean like a full uh full that's not lockdown. How, that's not how our that it, it, it works. If you're insane, you go to an insane asylum. Yeah, if you're insane, killing thousands of people, still yes. go to a nah bullshit. Go f yourself. That's why this sucks. This is why I don't like Batman. I, well, I will say it probably depends on what state you're in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just like God damn it. And if man. if we go by kind of like where Gotham's supposed to be, it's either in uh New Jersey or Illinois. So it's probably yeah. if you're based in New Jersey, they're. I don't think there is a death penalty in Jersey. I don't think so. So I'm just saying, one, you're bringing too much realism into a comic book I know, story. Trust me, I know. I know. It's just when I saw him do the Scuba thing, like, my stomach got really upset. Like, so I was like, I was just like, I just like, f everything about Batman. I hate him. I hate the guy so much, DJ. You're That's all. being unreasonably biased against nope, Batman. I just... I just, like, God damn it, I do not like the guy. Like, if he was, if he was truly real, I think if he, if he, if he, if his fan base would be so split on liking him or hating him. Probably. I think, I think majority would hate him too, Asher. It'd be like a lot would like him, but at a certain point, majority would hate him. And I don't think he would ever get that favor yeah. back. That's what the Dark Knight says. I know, but it's just like, fuck this guy. Fuck bringing kids into your profession and making them endangered all. Like, he's just like, what's, what is this guy sucks? Yeah, but at the same time, sucks. yeah, he's doing that, and but he's also adopting orphans. Yeah, like, okay, orphan. I'm, he's just making a little militia of people, like, but do what does, I'm doing. And he doesn't say crime. you have to fight crime. <laughs> he never says you have to fight crime now. A lot of the times they discover it and they were already out doing it. That's true. But then he's like, but he's also like cherry picking to do, like, he's like, he gravitates to a certain kind, I guess. Like, I, I don't well, know the right word, like, terminology. No, I, but. What's he supposed to go adopt every orphan? No, no, I'm saying don't adopt any of them at all. If, if, if you run the risk and gambit of them like, coming this into is, your family. This is a deeply disturbed person who is in yes. desperate need of family. So, of yes. course, if he finds some family, he's going to find some family. But, uh, just find family, you guys all get a therapy. Proper therapy that did not destroy the city. Look, I'm not going to disagree that they all have problems. And they mentioned that a lot in the comics. That they all have problems. They have their own little interventions and stuff all the time. But, like, if you just can't mention a thing and then, like, gloss over for us. Like, why, but why here's the problem. You're talking about continuity and comic problems. Yes. This is an hour and 20 minute movie. What I know. Do you want them to do? Trust me, I know. They're adapting the I story know. that they I took know. from the comic. I know. It's just like, I hate this guy, TJ. <laughs> you really hate Batman. Like, fing be it. Just see therapy. Coming from, like, coming God from the guy damn it. To, coming from the guy that defends Jeff Bezos. This is nuts. <laughs> I thought about that like like a minute into our conference, this little dispute. Like, wow, the table yeah. is turned for both of us. After that, after that conversation, wow. At least, uh, at least I'm defending a fictional billionaire. Yeah, I guess it's just like I don't know, man. I hate. I just it's just because I'm just it's like it's like why do you have a bat boat doing Batman bulls? Like, bro, because just, he was created in the forties. Stupid. Just call the Coast Guard. I'm sorry. No, well. 30s. Was it 30s? Yeah. It's just like, oh, man, you suck. T or not TJ, Batman. You suck, Batman. No, he doesn't. Yes. Batman is awesome. That's my rant for Batman. You leave the you leave Batman alone. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, an hour into the podcast, we're five minutes into the review. <laughs> And I told you, this first act, like, I got to, there's at a certain point where I'm, I'm yeah, cooled down. I, I'm liking I, the, 
I thought you had a legitimate criticism. I won't have more. This isn't the only one. I have a no, lot was, more. But this criticism is not legitimate. It's actually kind of ridiculous. No, it's not ridiculous. This guy it's, sucks. It's ridiculous. Like, I, I, I generally don't see how he's like at, at this point in my life. I don't see how he's likable anymore. He's just not a good dude. This sucks. But uh, okay, let me calm down, Marcus. Calm down. It's not a big okay. deal. He's fake. Whatever. You can think whatever you want. It's fine. You're entitled to your opinion, even though yes, it's wrong. Yes. And I know I'm the minority. Obviously, Batman's <laughs> popular for a reason. I get I'm the one guy. Who's Not like, only wow. is he popular, he's been popular for 70 years. Yes. Yes. Maybe. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just like him. <laughs> okay. Can I move on now? Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> okay. So, Batman scuba diving. <laughs> Oh my god, we even revealed who it came out of. Oh my god, I'm no, so sorry. We didn't. <laughs> and he's inspecting the meteor, and it turns out to be a ship. On the surface, some mysterious, well, it's a female character, you can obviously tell, naked female character, is gets in his boat, accidentally hits the throttle with her foot, and then the boat goes on its own. Batman fires his grappling hook into it, crashes in the deck, he gets out of the water, and then we cut to the credits. The credits are kind of bland not gonna lie <laughs> yeah they're, they're the same credits as the first superman batman same uh style yeah it's just boring but then we open up with kind of an almost terminator scene uh yeah with, with uh spoilers the naked woman is Kara, and she's not naked because of this movie this was in the comic too for some reason so well because that's how superman arrived too he was naked when he was a baby that's true. That's so fair. there's reasons why. Yeah. and So uh, we got a bit of a tournament machine, and she co- approaches two guys. We also got um this This is almost the exact scene out of the Supergirl movie, if you remember. I wanted to say that, yeah. She's so, attacked by rapists, of course. I mean, it's implied, but it's toned down. This movie or the... No, in the movie. No, this in, this, in this movie. Not this Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Not that movie. That movie was not implied at all. That was direct. No, I think it's, I mean, it's, I don't think it, they don't say they're going to rape her, but the main guy's like, hey, what's up, baby? You yeah. lost in this part. Like, guys, like, don't be a yeah, douchebag. Yeah, no, but I mean, it's, it's still a trope in this in this time period. I, I think the trope's kind of going away now. Thank Christ. Because the guy, but, the second guy in the, the, the three's like, hey, you don't have to hurt him. He's just a dick sometimes. He was just going to rape the lady. Like, why don't, don't support this monster? You're again, terrible, too. Again, it's implied. We don't know what he was going to do. He, mm, <laughs> TJ, come on. I just say he was coming up there all aggressively, had his I'm, hands all out. Like you guys are both monsters. I'm just saying it's applied. You can't judge people based on their thoughts, though, until he does, that, does something. But like black guys, like oh Jesus, missus. Like oh god, this racist stereotype is f- terrible too. Did he say missus? No, but he was acting like Sam Samboy. Is that the racist with uh, one Samboy? I don't know what you're talking about. It's, well, it's, it's I think it's Samboy. It's like the racial character of the black guy who's like. Pleases the master and misses, shucking and jiving. Oh, hope you do that kind of. Sh- he was acting like that. It's like, God damn, guy. Now, to, to, to his benefit, he sounded like it. Like he, the way he was sounding, like he sounded like a stereotypical, like how a white person would say, like mimic a black person. Is that what it was? I didn't get that at all. Oh, that's why I got. It's like, no, this. I'm going to defer to you on this, <laughs> but. Like, I just took it. He was scared. He was like, I want nothing to do with this. Yeah, it's just, this it's was just, all them. Go, here, take my coat. This was all there. I had nothing to do with it. And he runs away. That's what I got. Yeah, but way. when you hear him say, it's like, man, this sounds like I was just like. Granted, I was kind of taking notes when I was yeah, doing yeah. this. So I, he sounded like the slave on a plantation. Like, I wasn't a part of this rebellion, Massa. Don't hurt me. That's what he sounded like. That's what he sounded like. That's all I'm saying. But he did give a good gesture and threw her the jacket. I give him that. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. 
I didn't catch that. <laughs> Maybe it's just me and my just being angry at the movie from the first five Maybe. minutes. It's possible, but like it's also possible that you're correct on it because I bought it. I'm just saying I didn't get it. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So yeah, so she's got her coat now, and then she starts running, and she's running through Gotham. Like she, a car crashes into her, and the cops are after her. The cops are after her. She she doesn't have control over her powers because she doesn't know she has powers. I don't think at this point. Which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah, because she just literally arrived. Yeah. Yeah. So, they don't explain that, do they? Why she arrived so late. No, they don't. Huh. Does it bother you? They just they, they explain it in the um. Uh, no, comic? they didn't explain it in the comic either. I'm just, I wonder why they didn't. Maybe they're, they're going to, because I know they did after this comic book, they uh started up her own series. Maybe yeah. they explained it there. Yeah, because when you think about it, the planet exploded one time. She should be there at the same time Clark was. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and sometimes she gets, like, Knocked well, off course in well, some kind, and some continuity. She gets knocked off course and is drifting a lot longer. But how'd she get back on course though? Like I feel once you're off course in space, you're off course for a long time. Yeah, but from what I understand, the spaceships are autopiloted essentially, and oh. so if they're off course, eventually your correct course just took a lot longer to get there and travel through space. That would make sense, I guess. And there's other continuities where she her ship actually got caught into the Phantom Zone. Really. And then she ended up coming out. I for, and, and something happened with the Phantom Zone, and she got her ship got jogged loose, and that's how she crashed the Earth. Maybe it's the time he broke out of it or broke it. Super, yeah, there's Superman there's there's a different continuity, and I just realized that it explained it in either story here. So I just it was just a little a, one of the many things that yada yada for yes. in, in both the comic and the <laughs> thing here. Okay, so yeah, but yes, yeah, she doesn't know her powers and stuff, and Batman, you know, it's like. He goes after the guys. I mean, he comes upon the guy and she beats up and he's like, oh, did I say she beat them up? No. No, because I was so angry. I did my little rant. I'm sorry. Yeah, she beats up. She beats up the two guys. Well, she beats the one guy who is aggressive and then. Self-defense. Yeah. And then um, she gets a jacket and then she runs. But Batman shows up and says, what happened? And I guess they tell tell him. Yeah. Probably they probably glossed over the uh, literal their side of the rapiness. Yeah, probably. Or Batman stay Batman just beat them up and afterwards or something. Who knows? It's Batman. That's <laughs> exactly furthering my point why he sucks. I mean, the uh, kill, hurting I don't know, I can't say that. Can I? I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> All right. Mm. Let's move on so you don't have to deal with your existential crisis. Yeah. <laughs> like f- rapist obviously, but like you don't hurt them? Like you should? I don't know. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> So, yeah, the cops are chasing car around, and she loses, she jumps, and she starts floating, because she doesn't know how to fly, and she's, like, almost an anti-gravity and stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. And she's, like, climbing, climbs up to build it, and when she gets to the roof, Batman's standing there. Hold on, hold on. You glossed there or something, over something real quick. What did I gloss over? Uh, these cops suck. Huh. They are terrible people. They so, are shooting at her, TJ. So, this is why... I glossed over it. And my other podcast, Comics Enough, we were, we cover Batman comics from yes. we're covering them from the beginning. And you would not believe how incompetent Gotham PD is. No, I understand that. So I I've always that. been under the impression that Gotham PD is just incompetent morons. There's no so, way they're this incompetent. They're shooting. Oh, okay, clearly she seems lost. And then she's floating. So, like, she doesn't seem like she's a harm. Okay. So you go shoot at Marcus. her in the direction of, a, of an apartment building with all these Marcus. windows. Marcus. TJ, 
Marcus, in one comic, there's you know who Hugo Strange is? Yes, I do. Well, he created a fog machine. And because the fog was impeding the cops' vision, they cannot stop any crimes. Stop it. Literally. The, well, the, so- the bad guys rob a bank. They get in the car, drive away, and the cop says, oh, we can't find them. Well, to be fair... <laughs> There was like a whole militia of cops who didn't go into a school and shoot or stop one shooter. So, you know, cops kind of suck sometimes. Well, that's that's true. Just saying. But, but like, uh, uh, this is this is a common trend. In Co- Gotham, like, on when they're chasing by, like, boat and they have they have their giant thing, all the bad guys got to do is shine out, shine out the giant light bulb. And by the time they change it, they're gone. They suck. That's why I'm like, the cops, I just I assume everyone thought Gotham PD's are incompetent morons. They're shooting at an apartment building, TJ. I know! Like, they're you know how many stray bullets? You know how much paperwork it is to cover for one bullet out of your tr- chamber? Also, I will point out, in most continuities, a lot of the Cotham BD is corrupt. Oh my god, okay. So they don't give a crap. But they don't explain any of that in this movie. They're just shooting but, wildly I mean, at this lady I know, I understand that, but like, if, you know anything ab- if you know anything about Batman lore, you know yeah. Gotham PD is crap, and they're corrupt, and I mean, just look but at see, this. But see, TJ, that goes into my argument of why Batman should be doing something proper. And like, he is with god Gordon. Damn and it. they're trying, and that's why over continuity, him and Gordon no. are, work, that's why they work with no. Harvey Dent, and when he's the district attorney, no. to try to root out. That's why the early first com- Batman comics, the year one stuff, is him fighting against mafia guys for I a lot of it. I refuse to believe he's this bad at this. I refuse to believe that this smartest mastermind detective he's guy, one the most person billionaire motherfucker a- there is, I, I refuse to believe he cannot person. handle this and like just like just do things he's- like. There are, there are good billionaires in the world. You see them handling all the problems in our world? No, it's not because one person can't do it. No, but like, God damn it, TJ. One person can't do it. There's just... But they're not also just, buying these things are, to fight are, crimes. Like, they're yeah, not... I know. But he's do, he's doing it differently. He's being a vigilante. Oh, but it's, not, it's working so well. It's yeah. working so well. Like, come it's, on. Gotham is a better place than it was when he wasn't oh, there. Oh, God. This sounds terrible to live at still. Like, just... Well, that's Damn kind of the Gotham lore. You don't want to live in Gotham. That's not cool, man. Like, it's not I, good. And they know that. Shit. Maybe if you were, I don't know, you were to string up a few. That's, that's extreme. That's what I'm not saying. That that was really, that could have gone real dark. But yeah, it's just not, don't like them. Don't like them. You don't have to like them. You're just wrong. That's fine. But yeah, cops are shooting at her because they're bad cops. Yeah. And they're bad at the job. Th- I mean, just think about it, though. They start shooting her for what? That's what I'm saying. They're trying to get, like, she's not even doing anything dangerous. They don't even give, well, sh- well, she did. She did attack one of the cop cars by accident. Her laser. Yeah, eyes. with her laser eyes. That's yeah. true. We did gloss oh, okay. over that, I guess. Yeah, we did forget about. That. <laughs> okay. But okay. It, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, I redact everything <laughs> I say. <laughs> anyway, so she comes through, and Batman's of course waiting for her because he's Batman, and because <laughs> like with odds, DJ. <laughs> it's not like she's being stealthy here. If of all the rooftops, how to get this so quick? Oh, whatever, Marcus. That's what it's he does. Or an hour into this, Marcus, calm down. <laughs> anyway, so you know she gets away by blowing up a blimp, essentially, but not on purpose. She kind of goes through a blimp because <laughs> she can't control her flying. And I, I generally do like that. I love that a lot. And then Batman's like, "Oh crap!" And then Superman shows up and stops the blimp. How's he stop it, TJ? He flies in and grabs it. <laughs> And where's he put it? In the Gotham Harbor. Yeah, man. These guys suck. Where else was he going to put it? It's Oh, no. Not into the water. Like, where my drinking supply is. To be fair, though. Like, to be on. fair, though. He could have blew it. He would have, like, 
Fire's gone. You know, to be fair, though, as you say that, yeah. when that scene happened, I was like, where is he going to put that? Is he going to put it in space? <laughs> no, I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought so, like, is he going to put it in space and, like, extinguish the flames that way? No, he was going to put it in the Gotham Harbor. But to be fair, it's probably, a, Gotham Harbor's probably disgusting. Again, why can't Have you ever Superman seen a harbor? Clean, why can't Superman just walk around clean it with a super speed? Oh, so why, now we're Why no... can't Batman just put money towards that? Like, Maybe ah. he did. Maybe he ah, put money towards it. Maybe he did it because he sucks. And he's like, I could either clean the waterway or put another boat in the waterway. That's my boat. Boat. Like, you suck, Batman. Just saying. Yeah. You are being ridiculous. It's like, I feel like most of these problems, every problem is solved by money, and Batman's got all the money. So no, there's the not, problems. because there's so much red tape behind a lot of this I know, but he, like, he can buy his way through so much shit. But he can't buy his way through everything. But I think he can. I think he can. No, he can't. I feel he can. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why the last Batman ran. I think this, uh, that'll be my last one. For About his billions of dollars. <laughs> he makes a jab at Vicaro destroying a five thousand dollar. Like, bro, you can afford these computers. Why are you upset? He she it destroyed was one fifty thousand dollar. Oh, fifty thousand dollar computer. Maybe he's not something a, else. Maybe he's not as rich as you think he is. Oh my god, probably probably like a Trump or something like that, just like floating money or something. Actually, right now in continuity, he's not even rich anymore. Why? Uh, because the Joker attacked the city and figured out his identity and actually took over Gotham to the point where he got access to Bruce Wayne's millions and billions and stole it. Good. But instead of giving it back, uh, Bruce gave Lucius Fox a choice. Either you can give it back to me or you can keep it in the trust for yourself, essentially. So Lucius has all of Bruce's billions right now. Good. Hopefully he does something with it. Uh... <laughs> of course not. That's a long. It's a long yeah. story. I, I don't want to get into. No, we Batman. don't. We don't have time for this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, you keep distracting me. But he doesn't have. He's not rich really anymore. I mean, he's still got like upper middle class money, but he's not like ridiculous rich. Oh, okay, that's fair. Uh, so yeah, the, the blimp blows up, <laughs> and Kara seems like it gets away, and she's like crying in like an abandoned warehouse like completely oh i forgot to mention she only she speaks kryptonian so she doesn't even know the language so she's and the rapist think are you speaking swedish that's right from right from the comic too uh but yeah so she's there and then batman shows up and says i hate to do this to you and he pulls out a giant chunk of kryptonite and he didn't say i hate to do this to you what did he say? He said, hold on, let me listen. I'm right at that part right now. I thought I was more sympathetic. No, he said, I don't know who you are, but you had enough fun for tonight. Oh, and yeah. pulls out okay, the crypto yeah. to roofie her to sleep, essentially. I don't know if he roofied her to put her to sleep. It's because... not roofing, but like he's like, ah, like I don't like this either. It's like, you, you see, she's obviously in distress. Like, you don't have to put that in her face first. Like, yeah, but next time talk to her. So, but like, at the hey, same time, okay, we're sorry. What's going on? No, but at the same time, he yeah. is Batman, a paranoid maniac. And it's not like the, he hasn't been like tricked by aliens and stuff like that. He has every right to be suspicious here. He does, I and mean, they keep mentioning after the movie he's why he's so he's this paranoid. Right, too, and but like, and like this first one, I excuse it's the later one I have a little bit of issue with. The later one, yeah, when they kidnap her. Oh, yeah. Do you? Yeah, we'll get into that. Oh, okay. But yeah, this one's just like man, really. But I get it. But like, man, okay. But yeah, sorry. So, um. Batman takes her back to the Batcave, and he's, like, examining her DNA and stuff, trying to figure out who he is. 
And then she wakes up pissed, obviously, breaks out of everything. He says a dumb line. He says she's, she's not, she's, there are signs of humanism or a humanoid or whatever. Uh, he's something that's not us. And it's like, clearly, you just use kryptonite to knock her out. Like, clearly, it's just Kryptonian. Yeah, but I think that was just dialogue for the stupid people who don't dumb. read comics. It was stupid. Like, clearly, all signs point to kryptonite and krypton, krypton. Damn it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean examining her isn't. Like I maybe know. She, maybe she's something else, a clone or a hybrid or some shit. I, I'm gonna point out that the Supergirl in the comics at this point, before this one, was a shape shifting blob creature. <laughs> so <laughs> that's awesome. So who knows what this could have been? You know, who what this thing from outer space could have been? That's all I'm saying. I know, but it's just that just irked me. Anyway, Kara wakes up and she's freaking out, and then. Superman grabs her foot and starts talking to her in Kryptonian, and he introduces Batman to his cousin, Kara Zor-El. Ah, awesome. And then we cut to a week later? Two weeks, I think I said. Two weeks later? It's all right. In the comics, it's about months. Makes more sense. It ended with um, the comic with Superman introducing Kara to Batman, that first comic. Okay. And then the second one opens in the fortress months later. Nice. So, yeah, in the fortress, we get some exposition about, you know, how Kara has learned many languages over the last months and stuff. And uh, Superman's been getting a bit, a little too trusting too quickly, essentially. Batman's whole problem is here, which he's not wrong, but at the same time, he's a little too much. You know yeah, what I mean? Because I, I think, maybe because uh, we all know who she is, but like. Right. I I truly believe that's fair for a Superman to be like, yeah, someone from my planet. Of course I'm going to bond with them. Of course. They both have valid points, but they're both kind of over the top in their aggressiveness. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, Clark wants this so badly that he's overcompensating. Yeah. And Batman's just like, oh, this is too too convenient. And I think that's the point because they want us to think it's she isn't supergirl because if you if you remember like i told you at the beginning in the comics this is her reappearance this is from like the original one so it's been decades but i think i think i would have fallen for that if there weren't time jumps i think i would have fallen for it if it was more time to breathe and like lay suspicion down there was no suspicion ever on me not trusting her to be her yeah but you also knew it was her even if it wasn't like even they just like they lied to me i didn't know going in if she was gonna be in this Right. But the second she was in it, like, okay, it's her, sure. If they would have had, like, a 180, like, oh, it's Clay person or some shit. I'm like, damn, wow. But it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's not that big of a deal, honestly. It's not. It's not. It's just I think they could have done it better by just giving <sighs> longer. That's all. Yeah, they I, I just actually, fleshed out a little bit more. I actually think this this movie is hurt by the fact that it is a movie. Yeah. It, it, it probably would have worked better as TV episodes and exactly. with the cliffhangers at the end of the thing. But, you know, it's a good storyline to adapt, so they wanted to adapt it. So, well, and you, they apparently only allowed to get an hour and 20 minutes out of these animated movies. Yeah, because so. the last one suffered from the same thing, in my opinion. It's just not adaptable enough for an hour 20. Hour I actually 40. think they adapted this one pretty well because I felt the comic book was a little too rushed because they got everything in there. Yeah. Yeah. I guess from I guess from your viewpoint, yeah. Like I can't argue that. So yeah. It's just from this I just need a little bit more. So we're at the fortress and then there's banging at the door and then Kara breaks in and she's being chased by Crypto the dog. Boo. Boo. So, Boo. Crypto does not like her. 
And I thought this was weird, but apparently in the comic, Crypto doesn't like anybody. <laughs> Superman's see? like, like in the, in the comic, it's like Batman says, see, the dog doesn't trust her. He's like, Crypto doesn't like anybody. <laughs> so why have him around? Why has he got a cape? Why does he exist, TJ? Why? Just why? We never go see again in this movie. Oh, I'll why? tell you exactly why. Because he was created in 1960 <sighs> something when... The Comic Codes Authority says you're not allowed to have adult stuff for kid stuff, so you have to make everything silly and stupid. And the dog actually makes the plot point hit harder home, because at this point, the only connection he has to home of living thing is this stupid dog. That's fine. Sure. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of a jerk to Kara, and... She she just storms away from because they essentially send her to her room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They treat her like a child. Yeah, then they do throughout this whole movie. Yep, it's like two stepdads arguing on how to raise this child. Uh huh. And then mom eventually shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, this movie this movie does have great things I like about it too. So I can't really just hate shit on this movie. So she goes and she's like in Superman's zoo essentially, and yep. Batman comes up to her and says, "I right, explain it to me again." Of everything. And so we get a flashback of how her parents put her in the spaceship. It's, you know, a flashback to Krypton. Krypton exploded. And then she doesn't remember anything after the explosion that happened. And Batman's suspicious of her because she doesn't remember things. Like, she doesn't remember her own mother's name. And, you know, for some reason, the writers have a fascination with Batman needing to know what their parents' names are. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Martha. Yeah. That's like, that's all I can think of when they brought that up. I was like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah so she's having memory issues and stuff like that and then so we get the little flashback of that and then we cut over to apocalypse where we're introduced yes. to the, the furies yes and granny goodness you want to you seem to be interested in this part tell me what happens i was interested in this part then we get i'm not gonna say what happens you can say but i, just, I like the idea of this shit tj now, let's see this in the movie. That's all. In proper live action. So now what happens in this part with the Furies? Uh, we, we, were see, talking, we were talking about it earlier. Yeah, it's blood. We see Granny Goodness training a newcomer. What's her name? I don't know. She's... Cannon fodder. Whatever her name Cannon is. Fodder, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's all she's there yeah, for. Yeah. We got a new trainee coming in to replace Barda. Big Barda. She was the head of the... Of Darkseid's royal guard or whatever they're called, yeah, but she defected, and she, now they got to fill that spot in. So we got a new trainee coming in, proving herself. But lo and behold, she's got to train against our past less than us, and she's got to fight the other three Furies, three or four. There's four, four total. Yep. Okay, and she gets her ass whooped royally, like so bad she dies in a puddle of blood. Yeah, <laughs> and it's beautiful and glorious. Yeah, they murder her yeah well like so, they, they like they don't like this they fight coordinately and they they they, they it's good it's like yeah, well, they're trained yeah and it, it actually makes big barter's appearance later more impactful because he yes. trained them yes and like damn it's good it's just well like it's just well shot watch it it's good and then we get uh we cut over to Themyscira, which just was a scene at it no, well, well, first they gotta say, is this where he brings up the girl on Earth or no? Oh, yeah, okay. So, Darkseid comes in and says, uh, that girl, I'm disappointed that you chose that one, and Granny Goodness said, oh, she had so much potential, now she's dead. He's like, okay, so the girl crashes, uh, so the girl crashes on Earth, go get her, I want her to be my royal guard, the head of my royal guard. And this is kind of my big problem with the entire story. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you want her? Yeah, it's like, it's like, I know, okay. This isn't the movie problem. This is just a story problem from the comics. (laughs) It's like, what's going on? Why her? Because she's. 
do you know? How do you know of her? Do you know she's Kryptonian? And the same issue, like, do you know she's related to Clark or Nargis or Kal El? Do you yeah, just no. like, how, hey, how'd you know about it? And like, what's going on? And another thing, um, Andre Brower is Dark Side. Yes, he, and he was the original voice in Dark Side. But he is so monotone in this yes. role. I feel I don't feel it had the impact at all. I felt mm. like he was just reading lines. Yeah, it was very distracting. The first his voice is recognizable. Like, who is this? And then you just hear the delivery, like you said, it's like this this is taking me out of the movie a little bit. Yeah, so I that was a problem with it too. You know what's funny about that? Because Granny Goodness is voiced by Ed Asner. So you think that'd be the one distracting you. No, it's dark side. Yeah. like that's weird. No, I and know what's even funnier? Granny Goodness is almost betrayed as trans in this one. Yeah. Which I always thought she was like an old lady. So Same. Uh, maybe she isn't. I but I haven't really looked into her biography to know. Yeah, so like I liked her I liked her a lot, her character portrayal in this. But yeah, Dark yeah, Side's I mean, voice was just distracting. And Ed Asner did a good job with it. Yeah. <laughs> I just it, but Dark Side did not, and I was surprised Same, how bad he was. Yeah, it's like this is very underwhelming. Yeah. Cause uh, actually the voice cast does a very good job. Mm-hmm. Except when they say Kara. Yes. Kara. <laughs> And uh, I'm not gonna lie; it's like the only apocalypse scene, like in the movie. The rest of it, I just did not care for. Yeah. All right. Wait, we'll get to that. Um. Then we get to. Then we cut the Themyscira, and all right, I'm not gonna go into detail here, but this just know this is a character named Harbinger who was taken in by Wonder Woman at some point in the comic lore. Obviously, this is a movie, so they don't they don't have the lead in for this and stuff like that. But that's all you need to know about that. Okay. Okay. So she's a, she's an important character, essentially, to be killed off. <laughs> anyway. Spoiler alert. So she's having a vision. <laughs> she's having a vision of Superman holding Supergirl or Kara's dead corpse. It's actually like a classic, iconic scene from Crisis of Infinite Earth. Oh, okay. That scene. That's like a harken to that. Like. The where the because in Crisis Infinite Earth, Supergirl dies, and it's just Superman holding her and screaming. It's kind of an iconic scene. Oh wow! So actually, if you you should probably look it up just to get um, just to see it because how it harkens to it. Yeah. Um. But so Harbinger's having this decision, and this was added to the movie, and I think it was a welcome addition too because they just show up in the comics later. The, Who, the, uh, the, the Amazons. Oh, really? I didn't even know they were in it until they just showed up. Okay. Like, oh, so, yeah, this is just a little bit of foreshadowing why they come in and stuff like that. That's fair. It's executed well. Yeah. And I, see, I see the picture you're talking about. I've seen that before, yes. Yeah, so it's like that iconic scene they're harking back into. I love that art style. Kind of miss that art style. And then we cut to Clark out with Kara, and we get a little shopping montage. Because it's a montage. Yeah. So, he's just, I, yeah. Actually, I thought. This was in an addition to the movie, too, from the comic, which I thought was because it shows him bonding with Kara, yes. you know, and talking and stuff. And sure, it, like they, they actually just cut from the fortress to Clark and Kara going in the park in the comic, cutting out these middle parts or after the apocalypse scene that was in there. But, you know, so they don't really show them getting to know. So th- things are going a little too fast in the comics, I thought. Yeah. But this is like expanding the show and her shopping and enjoying herself and stuff like that. Her clock getting along and stuff. Yeah, this is very well done. He's fatherly in this, like a big brotherly, like just yeah. There's the a one point where they're shopping and two boys are checking out Kara's ass. Yeah. And he just steps in front of them and glares at them and they run away. I love it. And then they're they're talking, and, and I love that Kara calls Batman grumpy ass. 
Um, but yeah, they're, so they're just talking and, and walking through the park, enjoying their day, and then they're attacked. By who? By, I don't know who is working with her. I thought it was the same chick. Oh, oh yeah, it, it's because they call her a different name in this. Lila. And she's, she's, um, she's Harbinger, right? I'm not making that up. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Harbinger and Wonder Woman are attacking Superman and Kara, Clark and Kara. And we're like, what? Why? At first I thought it was the Furies attacking them. Yeah, because that's, that was the intention, because he yeah. said, here comes the Furies, but no, we're not. This is, this is a surprise. And Wonder Woman's here. We're taking Kara to Themyscira because she needs to be trained to control her powers. And and then Batman shows shows up and's like, and Clark's like, yeah, you're gonna have to go through me to do this. And then Batman shows up and it's like, yeah, we need to go for reasons we haven't discussed yet. And this that. part bothered me. Why didn't you just go to Clark? In the first place? Because it's Why? Batman. He's an asshole like that. Yeah, I know. He wanted to test to see what she would do and stuff like that. But you could have just went the clock and say, hey, look, there's this danger here. And also, you know, it's just she's kind of needs to control her powers. Maybe Demoscara is the best place for her. You didn't need to go and fucking kidnap the girl. Well, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's a little messed up. And I guess he probably, he probably didn't want... Cause, maybe because he saw Batman... Or not Batman, Superman bonding too much with her and trusting too much. He's like... Yeah, they want I know. to compromise that. So, but they don't portray that, obviously. But no. you know, it's just it's 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 pretty much goes down the same way in the comics too. It's, yeah, it's, it's I didn't like it. It was like this is a lot of the problems that they're having right now can be solved through talking to each other. Yeah, and stop being aggressively stupid. Yes, 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 aggressively so, stupid. Yes, and like uh, and it's not just Batman. Batman and Superman are sniping each other, and once Wonder Woman gets in the fray, now they're all kind of sniping uh, at each other. But well, I like it though, because I like I just like I like these characters. It's like three parents trying yeah. to look out for this kid. I, I like it too. Yep. And one thing they actually cut from the movie, which I like in the comics. Um, spoilers: Supergirl gets kidnapped and taken to Apocalypse. But um, Superman said, "Yeah." <laughs> Superman says in that, I'm going to Apocalypse, and Batman's like, all right, we can't just rush in. Let's think about this for a moment. He's And he turns to him and says, what if this was Jason Todd or Donna Troy? Both were murdered already. Yeah. So he brings up their dead, the dead kids that they lost in an asshole move. I kind of like that, though. So, I mean, it's good storytelling, but I also like it because it's just so unsuperman like Yeah, I was, I was just going to say that. Like, there's something you wouldn't say, but yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's so mean from three people who were, who are supposed to be, like, the best of us, essentially. Exactly. And they're just so, like, and I get, it's all in the name of protecting Kara, but at the same time, she is she can take care of herself too exactly she's capable she and like give her a choice she's a free like give her a free will choice yeah. but yeah they learned that i guess it's, it's the yeah that, that's kind of the arc of the story yeah right? it's like what you think they were already knowing that by now whatever so we cut over to months later now to themascara yeah, but they don't say it they don't show you that they just no, say it they don't show you that and again when wonder woman comes in and saying we're yes. taking car holding her by the throat and essentially that's where the comic ends and then the next one picks up months later. So we need a, we need a title cards or like I said, they you know what even would have helped if they had like commercial fade ins and outs. Just cross dissolves. That's what they're made for. Yeah. For time showing, like just a slow cross dissolve. Oh, okay, time change. That's it. 
it was lacking, but yeah, you know, not the worst thing about the movie. It's just the no, thing. I mean, honestly, great, I don't think there's anything atrocious. About it's this an movie. Ad- it's a straight to um, DVD animated movie. It's actually pretty quality <laughs> for Exa- what it is. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so can't complain too much about about it. Yeah. So on the mascara, I want to die on this island so badly, TJ. It's just what? a place I want to go and die on. I would just love to be there. Well, men aren't allowed. I know. It just seems like heaven. Anyway, so Kara's been trained by the Amazons the last couple of months, and she's there's a, a, a um, sparring duel with Artemis here, and Artemis kicks Kara's ass hand-to-hand because this is hand-to-hand. This isn't straight um, power levels, you know? Yes. It does, does she, Superman have, I, mean, I was going to ask this before, does Superman have combat scales like that? Or does he solely rely on being overpowered? It depends. There's some, sometimes, some storylines, like, I don't really know its continuity anymore because it's been really, like, early on and stuff, he's brute force. But there are times where he's got has gotten his ass kicked, like, hand to hand. Yeah. And has gone to people like Batman and stuff like and asked to be trained and stuff like that. Okay, because I would love to see that as an arc too, because I feel he's just not competent in that sense. Yeah, I mean he and right now in continuity, he's he's a a, a seasoned fighter and knows what he's doing. Like, but okay. there are story arcs where early Batman's just pure brute force. Yeah, and that's how why he loses sometimes because he doesn't have any fighting technique. Which makes total sense. So okay, but yeah, at some sometimes he does. It it really depends on the story. Okay, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, Artemis beats Kara, and she's like, "Well, you lose," and she's gonna go down and hit her with the sword, and then Superman just grabs her by the throat and says, and "Stops her." So and they're like, "They were like, this is a training exercise. What are you doing?" The and, swords in the comics, they even go as far as the swords are fake. They break on impact. Exactly. And even if it was a real sword, she's it's a Kryptonian. Like, yeah, she's. She's and she's not gonna in the Amazon's not gonna exactly. kill the, the training. It's like, bro, calm down, you fucking moron. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, so they're there because of Harbinger's visions of Kara dying, essentially, and in you know as they're sniping each other, one of the women's like the visions are getting worse, so the attacks are imminent, and. As they're talking, a boom tube opens, and an army of doomsdays walk out. No. No? I mean, yes, but you forgot that Kara leaves them because they snip at her. Uh, well, yeah, she's so like... they, they got to separate before this happens. Yeah, she says she says to them, I can take care of myself and stop talking to me like I'm not here. And I'll choose where I want to go because Superman's saying, I'm taking her home with me. And one of them's like, no, you're not. And she's like, I can make my own decision. She walks away with a friend. They have a moment showing that they're friends. And she's like, I'm going to go for a swim. And Harper's just like, that's where my vision is. Don't do that. But she can't tell her. So <laughs> she just follows her. And then the Doomsday army shows up. You think she would say that, though, right? Yeah, but. Like, you think, hey, my vision, you die in water. Stay that's why water. I hate time travel. Yeah, it's like. It's, it's like, can you tell her? You're told you maybe you shouldn't tell her to stop it. Because if you tell her, then maybe it comes true now. But if you don't tell her, maybe you can stop it in some other well, way. Just having the vision in general compromises the thing, essentially. Or makes either yeah. puts it on track to do the thing. Or, you get what I'm saying? Like, her that, vision put it on track to happen. I know. I, that's why I hate prophecy stories. Yeah, like same. That. It's just, it's just, that's an overall problem with those kinds of stories. Yeah, So I it's agree. just like, whatever. Yeah. It's like, that's just. It's just like, that's stupid. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. the word fallacy, right? Huh? It's a fallacy, logical fallacy. What's the word? Fallacy? Something fallacy. Uh, whatever. I mean, it depends. But anyway, Army of Doomsday. <laughs> yes. So. Like why? That's something. Apparently, 
<laughs> like, why do this without explaining how? They do explain it. In the movie? Yes. How he got Doomsday. Yeah, Lex. In the last movie, Lex gave it to him. Wait, what? Yeah, no. Lex Luthor. Because in the movie, he had a... Was it, wasn't it? was Dark Didn't he? Lex had to deal with Darkseid in the last movie. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Did he? Was I here for this, TJ? No, it was the first time. I, de- I, this I is know. our first time dealing with Darkseid, I believe. Right? Unless no, I, was I, not I don't think conscious. I don't think it's the first time we've dealt with Darkseid. No, I think he was in the last movie. No, no he wasn't. Was he? What was the last <laughs> one? What was the last one? What was the last Public one? Public enemies. Public. No, it was. Yeah, I. The meteor was coming. It was because of Darkseid. No. Yeah. Really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't that's know, the now. case. I, know, I remember the meteor coming. Oh, I just want the kid, right? The big Tokyo robot thing that happened. That's the movie. So yeah. I hate that movie so much. I don't remember. He was coming. Kryptonite meteor strike. It was a kryptonite. Kryptonite. Kryptonite meteor. Yeah, I know. That was coming to strike. And I think it was revealed at one point that Luther was... <laughs> I don't know where I got that from. I know it's from somewhere, though. But then where does Doomsday fit in, then, with that storyline? Darkseid. Lex had the... Doomsday's corpse. No, that's that's the dumbass. No, why would he? Was that all the way back in Superman Doomsday? The 2007 one. Yeah. When Lex Corp accidentally unleashes the body, I remember them. Yeah, doing that. I remember that happening. I know that Lex ends up with the body. Does he? Yeah, and he gives it to Darkseid, and Darkseid. Yeah, because they were in a, a, a soft alliance to take out Superman. When the f- did that happen? I don't remember, but he gives him the body. Because it's all through exposition. We're never shown any of it. Oh, no wonder I don't remember it then. Yeah, it's all through exposition. We're not shown any of it. But he gives him the body, and he clones Darkseid, but he can't, like... Clones Darkseid or Doomsday? Doomsday, I'm sorry. He clones Doomsday, but he can't, like, make a new full-form Doomsday. So these are lesser, non-living Doomsdays. Because that's the only way he can make an army of them. So they're strong, like Doomsday, but they're not, like, Superman strong. I'll take you word on it because I truly don't remember this. And that's the case. I, I believe you. And that, that answers the question because I was just, I don't find it like why, how, how this happened and why Doom's like adding it just to add it for fan service. But no. Uh, okay. Like, I know I, there was the explanation because I, I pulled it right as you asked me. <laughs> You're probably right, because I just don't remember that. And I have a bad memory, so. Yeah. I, I, that, that's how I remember it anyway. <laughs> Thank you for what it is. I take it, because if it's, if it's, like I said, if it's exposition, it's out of my head, because it's not important to me. Yeah, no. That's, I think it was, I know it was definitely exposition somewhere. I okay. just don't know where. Okay. <laughs> so that explains how I got copies of Doomsday. Yes. Okay, because I thought it was like he just brought Doomsday for a fan service. Like, no, it wasn't what? fan service. There was a reason behind it. Okay. Because I literally just did it, and I didn't just pull that out of my ass. <laughs> no, 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 no. I believe you. Um. But yeah, so this army of Doomsdays come up, and they're kind of, it's the Amazon army versus the Doomsday with Batman with a battle axe and Superman and Wonder Woman. But Kara's is not there. Honestly, the battle axe kind of made me eye roll. It's like, of course. Why? <laughs> just like, of course, it's for the like. It just that that felt like that. But the Doomsday revealed that I just couldn't put two and two together. It felt like fan service and the Batman thing. Like this all just feels like just for the fans. It's like, sure. is that a bad thing though? Um. For my cynical ass, yes. This movie felt like a great movie for a teenage boy. And that sequence right here is like, yep, yep. If From I was a teenager, I'd be like, this up. I've, I've, the, the battle axe is right out of comics. Yeah. Like, from what I read, everyone really liked this part, too. It, it just didn't do it for me. It was like, cool. It shows that, you know, everyone always thinks of Batman as a um, guy with gadgets and tech and 
you know, detective is up. They also forget he's a trained martial artist with yes. able to use weapons and stuff. Yeah, he just chooses not to. Yeah, because he doesn't kill. Yeah. And these things aren't alive. So. But does he know that going in, though? Like, come on. No, he doesn't know that going in, but it's also Doomsday, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I trust me, I get it, I get it. And they, just, do f- and they do realize a little later when they start stabbing the Doomsday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After they start hacking and chopping and having fun. Like, oh, they're not well, alive, cool. The, the Amazons find out, and the Amazons have no hesitation in killing anybody. Yeah, they don't give a shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, so the attack happens and and stuff, and eventually it gets to the point where Superman just gets pissed off, and he's like, these things aren't freaking alive, guess what? And he uses super heat ray vision and just disintegrates every doomsday. Well, see, that was, like, I was thinking to myself, like, not to open with that, but to open with that next time. Like, Well, the problem with that is he's Superman, and if these things are alive, he's not going to kill them because he doesn't do that. But it's but, Doomsday, and it's, it's thing the tours that killed him before. So, you know, yeah, not I today, know. guys. Not today. But he's, but the thing is, I would agree if he, if he was Batman, but that's just not Superman. It goes against who he is. If Superman can just willy-nilly kill any monster that comes across them... That goes against every like. There's whole stories where Superman is defended giant monsters attacking cities because it's scared and hurt. Yeah, yeah so, I get that. It's just it just goes against Superman's character. He just murdered a bunch of people for no reason. Maybe my thing in these movies is I just find myself more and more like not being a superhero. Like I'm not a good guy apparently. Like because at a certain point, like I'm just killing my villains. I'm not doing this. I'm just like no. <laughs> that's all. Like that's why God didn't give me powers. That's why I can't be a Person like that was, <laughs> yeah. You you would definitely be a villain. Yeah, but not in like a, not in a mean way. Like I wouldn't be like sadistic. No, you would be like the crow. Don't call me the crow, TJ. <laughs> what? You just go. You murder. You'd be like a true vigilante. You know? No, I don't want to be a vigilante. Oh, okay. Either. How oh. about Punisher? I, I like the Punisher a lot. That's like that's that's more your style. You know. You're not gonna. You're gonna kill them if they get in your way. Yeah, because I'm not gonna go put, put effort and chase them down. Although yeah. he puts effort to chase people down, though, doesn't he? Well, that's true. He does. He yeah. does put effort to chase him down, but he won't hesitate to kill his villains. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna hold any punches. His villains stay alive because they're just hard to kill. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Anyway, so they take care of the Doomsday Army, and uh oh, they see Kara in the water, dead. They pick it up. But no, it's not. Kara. Oh, did you say Batman went off because you figured it out? Oh no, yeah. Batman's like, wait, this is a distraction. And he runs off, but it's too late. Why he left the corpse lying in the water for Superman to come over and pick it up, I'm not sure. So I think he knew it wasn't. True. I don't know. Maybe, I, he must have been just this is Batman. He's if, if, he, if he knew if it was if he knew it was a car, he was like, don't worry, it's not Harbinger, but it's still, you know, dead Amazon here. Like yeah. Superman approached it thinking, oh no, this is car. This is definitely because this happened in the comic. This is definitely, oh, viewer, look. Yeah. She's dead. Yeah. <laughs> this is what this is. <laughs> I know. Because they even, they purposely yes. picked another blonde who yes. looks similar to Kara to be the, the sacrificial goat yes. here. Oh, man. Like, there are some tropes in this, but you have to you have to understand, this is also a superhero movie based off, a, in 2010, based off a comic book in 2005. So yes. these tropes are, like, they're kind of common in this era. Oh, yeah. so that's why I didn't truly enough fall from that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, as I said earlier, um, Kara was kidnapped. And we're going to Apocalypse. But how are we going to get there? We're going to go to the suburbs. What? 
I missed something? McCarthy. Oh, now. yeah. But before that, we cut over to co- Apocalypse, where Granny Goodness throws Kara into a cell, and then Darkseid comes in and says, you're going to be mine. This was added for the movie, and what happens later still doesn't make any sense. This is, like, there to explain what happens to Kara later. And how she, like, heel turns it. Yeah. Turn heel. But... but this doesn't explain anything. And in the comics, they don't explain what Apocalypse does and how he manipulated her yeah, or anything. Yeah, the yada yada. It's like, it. just yada yada. <laughs> Look, she's banned now. Like, huh? Okay. And they do say in this, oh, mind control and blah, blah, blah. Look, show us that. Yeah, they got doctors and uh, yeah, yeah. magic and all kinds of things that can get into your head. And they do. He does. But it's like, you didn't show any of that. Okay. Right. Like, but they didn't do it in the comic either, so it was very strange yeah. how they just yada yada over it. It's like, and it was, it was such a throwaway line in the movie. Like, if you missed it, you really, really, like, I didn't get it. So that's funny. Anyway, we go to the suburbs where everyone's looking at Superman and Wonder Woman knocking on some door. Like, the neighbors are being all nosy and stuff. That's cool. And, and Big Barda answers the door. <sighs> Uh-oh. No, it's just, we've never discussed Big Barda before. No. All right, so Big Barda is obviously was a fury under of Dark Side's thing, and she fell in love with Scott Free, Mr. Miracle, who was... I had her Google all this yesterday, too, yeah. Oh, you know what I'm talking about now? Yeah, I had a Google most, like, because she saw the costume, like, who the f*** is that? First, I Googled her, and I saw a picture of her and the guy together, and I saw the costume, like, okay, who's this guy then? And it's like, oh, okay. But you could talk about the, you could talk about it. Okay, I mean... This is why I was. This is the part I was regretting most because I knew I had to explain all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're good. So, so she worked for Apocalypse. But she's seven foot tall, TJ. Yeah, I know. She's she's God. There's actually a comic book, an infamous comic book, where um they were both mind controlled to almost doing a porn movie to get her, her okay, well, Superman. Well, that's terrible. But I need a tall lady in my life like that. Seven foot, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, but. Like, so she fell in love with Scott Free, who is, if I remember correctly, he's the son of the new Genesis's, I don't remember his name, leader. He's the good guys of the new gods. Yeah. And during the war, they actually uh, exchanged children, uh, Darkseid and the head of new Genesis this for a peace deal. Uh, Scott Free got is got given to Darkseid, and New Genesis got Darkseid's son Orion, I believe. Uh, is that in this movie? Kind of. What? That's the switching of the babies. In this? Uh, yeah, I seen that animated somewhere. I don't think. I don't think so. I actually do think it's in this movie somewhere. Anyway, so. Anyway, so Barda fell in love with Scott Free and the two escaped together because Scott Free, because he grew up on Apocalypse, became like the world's greatest escape artist. In fact, that's he's like a magician on Earth. That's his profession as a famous escape artist and stuff like that. He's like a Houdini type person. That's all the background we really need for that. Anyway, they're going to her because in order to get the Apocalypse, they need a boom tube, which is a device that creates portals. It's the only way to get to Apocalypse. Big Barda has one because she used to work for Darkseid. And she's like, okay, fine. we I'll take you there. But I'm coming with you because I hate them too. So blah, blah, blah. That's all you need to know over that. Yes. And so we go to Apocalypse. And we get a dragon tank show up. Yeah, that's where I mentally checked out. Like, that looks ridiculous. Well, the dragon tanks were added for the movie. I guess they needed another fight scene. Yeah, that's, that's truly where I was like, you know, I'm not a teenage boy anymore. I don't care about this. Yeah, I... So, you know, they fight the tanks, they blow them up, and then they split into three groups. Wonder Woman and Barda 
go one way, Batman goes another way. He also took some of Mr. Miracle's equipment to get around and stuff. I was really angry. Why? Just seeing Batman do that shit. Like, man, just, just do what? Just, Wearing that suit, I was like, like he why do, has why do no exist? powers. Why, do, like, why does he exist? I hate him. I hate him. He has no powers. <laughs> Everyone else do, does it because he's the only one I could do the thing later. I, I, <laughs> I know. That's why he exists. I know. And then, so the three split up. Uh, one, the woman and Butter go, and they end up fighting against the Furies. Because girls have to fight girls. No, that's not why they did that. Tell me storyline. I mean, from artistic. Viewpoint, yes. No, there was a narrative reason why they went and fight the fuck. I know, I know, but it just, it just always happens. Is why TJ, why could we go in there too? Because most of the big, uh, strong bad guys in Apocalypse are apparently women. I know. All the other ones are no-name guards that no one gives a crap about. Yeah, they're what they call the attack. The what the guards? Yeah, look, they look like the insects from the uh, movies, the insect creatures from the DC movies. Insect movies. Insect. <sighs> what, I don't know what you're talking about. In the uh, the Justice Leagues and uh, the, the those movies, there's the insect cannon father creatures. Oh, the they... parademons. Yeah, yes, yes, that's the right. It looks they kind of look like them. Well, there are parademons in Apocalypse doing yeah. things. They were like driving the tanks and stuff. Yes, yes, what they look like, yeah. So yeah, the guards are kind of have armor like them. But yeah, so Wonder Woman and Barda fight the Furies and Granny Goodness. Batman gets relative relegated to fighting giant dogs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then Superman goes. He's going to Darkseid's fortress where a bunch of robots try to beat him up, but he just explodes them. Because he's Superman. Uh, then you know there's a giant fight scene between Barda and Wonder Woman uh, and the Furies. Interspliced with Superman stuff, interspliced with Batman stuff. So there's three different things happening at once here. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go down the line of each one and essentially here instead of cutting back and forth. So Wonder Woman and Bart are fighting the Furies. The Furies, you know, like any story, go through the climax where they're about to lose, but no, they turn it around and now they're, they're winning again and they end up beating up all the Furies. So, you know, they're in there. Batman is, has a chase scene with the dogs yep. and then he drops like rocks on top of them and then he goes and he finds bombs which are called hell spores which apparently can blow up uh planets and but as he's there he gets eaten by a dog yes <laughs> and then he he breaks out of dogs and steals some guards armor and we'll come back to him meanwhile superman goes dark side sting and as he's like i'm taking car back and she's like and dark side's like she can leave whenever she wants and he's like fine i'm taking her and i'm going back for you and then Kara's like, you didn't hear him. I can leave whatever I want. I'm staying. And then these two fight. And this fight seems kind of lackluster. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And honestly, they say in the movie and in the comic that Kara is, is, prob- is probably stronger than Superman. Yes. But they don't show that here. Never do. <laughs> no. In the comic, they do, though. Really? In the, in the comic, the Superman Supergirl fight or Superman Kara, evil Kara fight is um longer and they're fighting in the fire and Superman's losing. And he has to resort to um, using kryptonite and to actually knock Kara out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wish we got in that. No, but they do make up for it later, which we'll get to. Uh, so, yeah, he beats... While they're fighting, Batman comes in and says, Hey, Darkseid, you're gonna stop doing all this. And he's like, no, I'm not. And Batman's like, I... Um, activated all your bombs and it's gonna destroy apocalypse if you don't he's like you can't do that and then yeah i knew all the i decrypted all the encryptions and now you don't know what they are so if you don't stop i'm gonna blow up your planet and talks like like, i like humans because they they're they kill each other and you're the only one to do it because the other two wouldn't 
resort to blowing up a planet, which he's not wrong. Yeah. Batman's the only one that would blow up a planet. And I res- respect that, I guess. <laughs> Even though I was railing against Batman the whole time, this whole movie. Um, and Dark's like, say, well played. All right. I won't come after Kara anymore. It's important to remember that. Yes. Remember that phrasing, that, uh, that wording <laughs> on that, guys. Yep. All right. So Dark Side's like, okay. And then everyone shows up and it's like, ha we beat all your guys. And he's like, fine. Go to the active fit the bombs and get off my plane and I won't come after the girl anymore. And then they go home. Yeah. So that was like, <laughs> what? End the movie. Pretty much. Just like, huh, that was dumb. But so this is where they, this whole ending is kind of changed from the comic. Okay. Like the order of things. So I'm just, I'm not going to really discuss how the order is. I'm going to go for the order from this. Okay. Because it's just easier for me. Uh, But they wake up. Supergirl, or Kara, wakes up on, um... Thalia? Whatever it's called? Themyscira. That's it. Yeah, she wakes up in Themyscira, and I think she wakes up in the fortress in the comics, and then they end up going to Themyscira later. It's, it's, it, it was condensed here. It's, yes. It was better, actually. And so, you know, they kind of, she goes to Harbinger Lila's grave and says goodbye, and... Clark says, hey, I got a place that you can go and just be yourself if you don't want to be a hero, because that was kind of her thing. I don't want to be anyone's champion. They look at you as a champion here, and I don't want that for myself. And so he takes her to Smallville. Oh, wow. No way. And this was a cool scene. You have to admit, you didn't see this coming. What, Smallville thing? As they're going up to the front door. Oh, God, no. No one sees this coming. <laughs> this was kind of amazing. So... <laughs> So he's he's taking Kara to meet his parents and stuff like that, and they go up to the front door, and the front door explodes, and Darkseid punches Superman across the yard. <laughs> so goddamn good. It was such a good moment. It really is. So this is where things dramatically take a change from mm. the comic because immediately after the punch in the comic, Darkseid shoots his eye rays at Superman, and Kara jumps in front of it and is turned to dust. Wow. Dead. Jesus. <laughs> wow. This pisses off Superman so much. He flies, uh, he, he beats the crap out of Darkseid, flies him up to the sun, and starts kicking the crap, and goes so fast through a portal, and he throws him and pushes him into something called the Source Wall. Source Wall is at the end of the galaxy. Yeah. Anyone, anyone who has ever tried to go across it is trapped in there for eternity. He puts him there, locks him away forever. Oh, I'd rather have had that. I'd rather have had that so much. Cool, right? Yes. Oh my god, yes, TJ. This is where it gets ruined. Yes, TJ. I want that. This is how that's this is how they ruin it. Kara's not dead. Wonder Woman was watching from the tower and teleported her out before it happened. So they wanted to make him think that she's dead. Not as good now, is it? This this is why you can't get invested in shit, TJ. <laughs> this is why you can't read things over a period of time or like watch a show like this is why people binge watch shit and like so they get pissed off. They can't be like, man, that's that's some bullshit. Yeah, so th- it was with again. The again, you can't communicate that. So it's like, oh, come on, whatever. Yeah. Like what? I mean, it would have been ridiculous if they killed her off the moment they, oh, of course, reintroduced her. <laughs> but that would have been a cool moment, you know? Yeah, just killing her off. But no, they ruined it with the stupid transport and thing, which makes no sense. It's like you put them in the source wall anyway. Exactly. <laughs> and like, and then later on, he introduces introduces her to all the heroes under. the... He says, Superman says, yeah, we, you only all get together when there's a funeral. 
And I figured, hey, here, he, he meet Supergirl. She's not actually dead. Stop it. It's what to happen. Stop it. It was kind of a bullshit ending. I kind of like the movie's ending better. I'm not going to lie. I wish it was a fly on the wall in that meeting and like the pitch meeting and how they would have done that while right in the front of comics. <laughs> Jesus, man. Because, yeah. because in the comic, um, Darkseid punches, um, in the movie, Darkseid punches Superman. Mm-hmm. And they get into a quick little fight, and then Darkseid kicks the crap out of Superman. Yeah. Real quick. And then we get a long fight between Super- Kara and Darkseid, giving Kara her moment, which she did not get in the comic at all. Yeah, so this kicks- is fair. This is justified. This is good. Yeah, to kick Darkseid's ass. Of course she loses, because he's still Darkseid. <laughs> but, and then Superman's got to come down and, you know, and then take over the fight and stuff. But, you know, she helps, she gets the boom too, and... Superman knocks him through mm-hmm. through it, and she reprogrammed it so that he would be in deep space and freezes. Love it. Yeah, it was a much better ending. And then, and then we, um, yeah, they don't. I guess Fridger. I guess that's good. Is that the term? They did it kind of in the comic. They it it would have been Fridger if she would have been dead. Yeah, they would have stuck with it. Yeah, they teleported her to the fortress, Some which bullshit. was stupid. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, they wanted that shock moment that she was dead, and that Superman so pissed. Which they show they show in the comic the fight that he's so pissed that Darkseid did this, but he knows she's still alive. So he knows she's alive. Yes. So he knew about this, the whole thing the whole time. Yeah, he. This was his plan. That's so fucking dumb. Uh huh. That's why I really. That's why I really grew an appreciation with the movie too. Yeah. The movie actually delivered on a solidly good ending. Oh yeah, that is great. And then so after the dark side's taken care of, he goes back to Themyscira and he says, "Let me introduce you to Supergirl." Essentially. Oh, and, hold on. you forgot Mom and Pa kept showing up. It was just a comedy scene. Yeah, but well, they come back so, to the ruined house. It's so, adorable. So, and Pa's so, still alive. Like, what? Well, he's still alive. And some continuities he is. Yeah, it, it depends on the continuities. So yeah, they during the fight with Darkseid, the camp farm is utterly destroyed. <laughs> yes. And then Mom and Pa can't come home, and and they're like just looking around, and their barns are it was on fire, and our house <laughs> falls apart, and Kara runs up and says, hi, I'm your niece! And they're like, what the hell is happening here? And Clark's like, I can rebuild it. And I, I really like that. <laughs> and Kara's like, yeah, I can help. There was a few funny moments in this movie, honestly. It was pretty yeah, good. Yeah. And um, and so, that, but then they go to Themyscira, and says, uh, Clark's introduce reintroduces Kara to the Amazons. Not all of heroes like he did in the comic. <laughs> and says because these people know who she is, it makes sense. And look, she's she's wearing a Superman. She's like, I don't know if I deserve this, but I'm going to try to earn it. And Superman and Supergirl fly off, and you know she's very playful. And the movie ends. No, we forgot about Batman giving her like the little like. Oh, right. You did good, girl. You did good, you did, you did good kid. No, no, like, no. That's, that's touching. Not, no, but like, no. The, like he gives her that look. Like, that's really touching. No, I, I'm going to explain what ha- actually happened. That's not what happened. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, explain it. So she walks up to Batman and she says, my mother's name was Allure. She remembered her mother's name. Thus showing that she can be trusted. It was just memory loss and that she isn't a threat or anything. Mm-hmm. She really is car. And that's what. The, her remembering her mother's name will allow Batman to essentially trust her for who she is and give her, gives her a smile and then he's approved he approves of her now. It's, it's nice. It is a nice moment. 
the whole ending was very feel good. I'm not gonna. Lie. It was. It was like it, damn it. it left me on a good. It left on a good note, and it really, I really enjoyed the coming out, enjoying the movie at the end of it. Okay, but me being a mood killer, I was like, the, I was judging her outfit, like really, her belly's gotta be showing, guys. Yeah, but I know, I know, kind of the design uh, at the time and stuff like that, and her suit nowadays is much more, you know, modest modest and yes. stuff like that it's just, i know it's just like i just like come on it's guys. comics you know <laughs> this was one it's a reintroduction of a character that's been gone for a long time and i think comic fans would have probably freaked if they changed the outfit too well, much just cover up her belly that's like i do is cover the stomach yeah i, I know but I, like, like i just changed it too much you know what i mean i know i know but you know that's why i didn't even i i thought the same thing it's like why is she dressed so skimpy like yeah. even her evil outfit was very skimpy yes it's like and it's like god damn it like and they even they dressed and during the shopping montage they dressed her in a skimpy outfit yeah. too but i kind of forgave that one because she was it was like rebelling against dad kind of exactly moment. exactly <laughs> but yeah it's just the skimpiness like i get i get it was like can we get past right. this phase yeah and we have but we have to yeah. remember we're in I know. 2010 i know it's just like i'm gonna keep critiquing it because i've always is like it's not practical and it's just terrible right unless the character wants like if that's the character's motivation it's the right. character I mean, sure why not but and i can give you a justification for why she doesn't do it like why she has her shirt and stuff so short and stuff why because she gets her powers from the sun's rays and the rays and more skin uh, exposed, the more she can get, gather but in I the race. I can't agree with that, because then why is Superman not dressed like that? Why is he not just wearing a Speedo? But he's also been on the planet for Yeah, but she's way innate, but she's innately stronger than him, so she, she probably, if anything, she needs less clothing if she's innately stronger than him. You see what I'm what? saying? So, like... No, what I'm... She's developing her powers. She said he could possibly be stronger than him. Yeah, I don't know. And then, the fact, when they were fighting in the fire... That is pure energy, you know what I mean? Yeah. So she was obviously stronger in that aspect too. Like well, I said, I can I can give you a reason. But then I, I can also counter of like how about she just dress normally and then if, if it's like, bike it's harder. I'm not disagreeing she can with slowly you. Slowly strip. That, everybody, everybody wins that situation essentially. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you honestly. Yeah. I agree. It's too skimpy and stuff like that. But there you, you can just. I know you could. I know. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I guess. Anyways, movie ends. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. And the, that's the end of the movie. I really liked it. I, I, despite all my negativity towards the movie, I thoroughly was okay with it. No, I, I, I'm more than okay. I liked it. it I, the comic made me want me reward, and the movie made me appreciate the comic more and the storyline more. I respect that. That's good. So mine's gonna be way higher than yours. So let's uh, get your negative negativity out of the way. You know, on the on my app, my uh, my, my paper, I wrote this in my uh, my notes, my notes. That's the word. I gave this a five out of ten. And I'm leaving here with a five out of ten. It's a good, it's a good movie. It's okay. It's actually higher than I thought you're gonna give what it. What do you think? I'm gonna give it a two or a one? I thought you were at a four. No, I was railing against it only in the first act because there's a lot of shit I just didn't care for, mostly Batman. But overall, the story is generally good. Like the like most of the things you were saying, like I did agree with originally, I still agree with. So you didn't say anything so profound that maybe go up higher, and there was nothing negative like rewatching wise that maybe go lower. So it's like yeah, it's a solid movie. Yeah. No, I really liked it. I'm a, I'm actually at an eight. Jesus Christ! No, yeah. no. Yes. No. Yep. You are wrong, sir. Your opinion and how you feel about a certain art piece is wrong. Now, why, why do you give it eight? <laughs> because, one, it is the most comic accurate movie I've ever seen. Okay. And just that in itself and what little studio interference is an impressive feat. Yeah. In of itself. 
and the story is just good. Sure, it's yada yada. It's not perfect over uh, some things, but it's forgivable. You know, you don't really need that information to tell this story. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? I can agree with that. Like, the flaws weren't bad enough to really take me out of the movie and i really came out of it really enjoying the movie that's good would you so you would you watch it again then like willingly yeah i would watch this one again okay okay but here's the thing though yeah i'm a completionist yes and this is a sequel yep and i would feel weird watching a sequel and not the first movie and i didn't really like that first movie yeah so that's the only thing that would keep me from watching it again this yeah, I wanted to bring something up about that. How this is... It's just... Oh, well, my thing of, like, at the time jumps and shit like that and explaining much. It did feel like being, like, thrown into, like, Civil War first and then not watching the rest. It just felt, like, jarring time-wise. Well, I think that's the problem you're going to have with all these animated movies. Because yeah. these, are, these animated movies are based on very popular story arcs. Yes. From a continuity of comics over... 70 years you know what i mean exactly so you're always gonna probably feel like that yeah and i know but it's just usually i could kind of gel with it like the world being big and right explored in but for some reason this one is just like just felt too much hard for well, me that's it's, all it's different with the live action movie because the live action movies always feels like they're they're starting from scratch yeah they're starting from the beginning where yeah. these were just jumping into mid mid continuity with a lot of these stories yeah, yeah. I, so, I liked it i'm glad i'm glad you liked them that's good <laughs> i'll yeah. never i'll never be like yeah you're wrong you're like yeah it's your opinion you're right i'm not All like right. you tj from harking on someone for liking something that's artistic or hating I've never, something i've never all the time tj you never, call me wrong for my opinions on yeah, art yeah, all listen, the time we do these dumb me, reviews let me finish my sentence <laughs> I've never knocked on you for something that you liked. I've always knocked you for being too hard on things. No. Oh, yeah, you do, but you're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I've never once said, you're not allowed to like this. I say, I, I say you're not allowed to hate this a lot of times. But <laughs> never Why say you're not. I hate things, though. Because you're too cynical. <laughs> well, I know I am. Sorry, I'm just cynical. And you bring those biases into your reviews. I do. I really do. <laughs> Well, most of them I feel they're justified, though. Like, every bad review I've given, I think it's justified. Some of them are not justified. You think they're justifiable, but they're not. No, they're justifiable. They're definitely justified. The ones I'm thinking about right now, like, was it the last... Was it the... Like, the last last movie, Public Enemies, I agree, wasn't that great of a movie, but it wasn't a two. Oh, it was a two. It It was was not a two. Because that's the one where they had all the characters, and they had the voice actors there, and did nothing with that. Like, they they hear the... It wasn't a that that was it a was. deal breaker for me. Like, this movie is not worth your time. That was not a two. It was a that two. was an average movie. Nope. This is two. an average movie. This is whatever. No, this is not an average movie. The, the, the suit, there's public enemies and doomsday. were just like, what? Why am I watching this shit? No, like, these are supposed to be good it was, movies. It was <laughs> public enemies and Wonder Woman. That one was bad. Jesus. Wonder Woman's still the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah, for this for this thing we're doing, yes, that's the worst one. I would probably say, damn near the worst one. That's terrible let's let's how about we end this dj well you're the one that keeps talking yeah so. well, you know i'm the one that ends this bye